This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever you want just by dialing in toll-free. This SACL CAI toll-free line, by the way, 800-259-9231. Again, that's 1-800-259-9231. Going to start things out here, though, uh, unusually with a, a guest. It's not really a show that features guests too often, but from time to time, uh, something interesting occurs, and I just feel uh, motivated. I feel inspired to uh, to have a certain person on, and I came across something just this afternoon uh, from Carlos Ga- uh, Galindo, Carlos Galindo down in Phoenix. Uh, he sent me a couple of videos from his YouTube channel, Activista USA, where he apparently is in uh, Maricopa County, which is the infamous uh, zone of Joe Arpaio. Now, Mark, you've heard of Joe Arpaio, right? You recall who that is? I don't. Uh, is, I don't know. Arpaio is 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 that an American name? <laughs> uh, as much as any other uh, name is American, I, I guess. But uh, isn't he the one that's putting the, the inmates in uh, pink jammies? He is putting people, human beings, in tents. God, in, I like that. Putting them convicts in pink jammies like that. He's sicko. He's twisted. Um, he's one of the most corrupt sheriffs in America. Sounds like a good American to me. Oh, well, we'll see about that. Uh, we've talked uh, about him in the past, and this isn't specifically about him because, well, he's the sheriff, so so Arpaio doesn't have to do the dirty work. He's he's not uh, the, the guy with the boots on the ground. He's the guy that's wearing the suits and pulling the strings behind the scenes while, uh, you know, his his stormtroopers are, are handling the, uh, the dirty work. And in this case... Uh, there was something going on at the, uh, I believe it's called the Gran Mercado, which is a, a, basically looked like a flea market from the, the footage that I, I saw. Uh, but we do have Carlos with us, and he is a, a talk show host down there. Now, Carlos, I was on your uh, your YouTube channel. Again, Activ- yes. Activista USA, that's the channel people can go and see the footage here. We've got some select uh, some audio selections from What Happened to You. But I was looking at uh, your channel, and I saw that there was one with your daughter, and you're both uh, very active down there. Uh, you use the term Latino. She uses the term oh, – oh, shoot. What was it? Um, what's, what's the appropriate term? I, I don't want to, uh, to offend. No, or, hmm? You know, you could uh, – Latino, Hispanic, uh, you know, immigrants. I mean, I think what happens, the problem is, is, is the lines blur, especially for people like Arpaio. And so really it's all about – uh, if you're driving while brown, uh, and, and I think that's, that's, that herein lies the issue. Well, you know, driving step- while brown's a pretty serious fence. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to call you, Mark? Because uh, you're not in your normal uh, role tonight. What's your name tonight, Mark? You can call me Tex. Tex? All right, Tex. Uh, so, yeah, we apparently have Tex sitting in, uh, in the studio here tonight. But it's not just driving while brown. I mean, down there where you are, certainly um, driving while black. I don't know what the you know, percentage of black population is down there. That, that can be uh, something. Also, driving while uh, poor and white, you know, driving around a beat-up car, uh, usually not a, good, uh, not a good idea. So the, this is not something that's unique to Maricopa County. This is something that is, uh, is going on across the country where basically the police are bullies, uh, and they pick on people that they don't believe can. And fight back. So whether it's you know um, poor Hispanics or poor white uh, white people or whatever, they're not going to go after somebody driving a Lexus. Is uh, is basically tends to be how it works. Um, is that, has that been your observation down there, Carlos? Uh, yes, and you're, you're absolutely right. And and that's just one. Uh, what I mentioned was one one aspect of of um, uh, George Pyle's uh, you know ideology is is pursuing definitely the immigrants. Uh, you know, really, truly, if you examine Joe Arpaio, his whole thing is 
if it's if it's going to make him popular, he's going to do it. So if tomorrow it was uh, uh, popular to chase Mark and Ian's around, uh, then he would be chasing Mark and Ian's. However, in doing so, he's obviously violating people's rights. He's going to stop everybody who might, to him, look like a Mark and Ian. And, and, and so at that point, he's now violating people's civil rights because uh, you know, uh, uh, in this case, uh, they're looking for undocumented individuals, and and you're, you have U.S. citizens who who appear to be Hispanic uh, or are Hispanic, but they're U.S. citizens. So that's one issue. And like you said, the other issue, the fact that that if you're poor, if you're in a in a neighborhood that's that's poor, uh, they pull you over. They're abusive. They're you, and you've seen by the videos the the terminology that they use. That they demeanor you. Uh, and 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 yet, and li- listen, they do this with me. I don't fit the mold of that individual. I I, I drive uh, um, a, an excursion. I, I wear shirt and tie, uh, long sleeve shirt. Uh, I'm a businessman. Mm-hmm. However, uh, once I confront them with my video camera, it, it pisses them off. It makes them angry, and that's where they start trying to treat me. Uh, as they would somebody normally, but they kind of hold back a little bit because they think, you know, we don't know really who we're dealing with or what we're dealing with here. So I know every time I've had an incident with them, I'm on the cusp of being arrested. That's just how it is, especially if you bring a camera out in front of the police. Uh, Up here, we're in New Hampshire, and Mark and I are both natives of Florida. Uh, but now we're here in New Hampshire, and we're here with this movement called the Free State Project, which is bringing uh, thousands of liberty-minded people from around the country, around the world, all here to New Hampshire in order to get active. And what we found is that generally if you tip the scales a little bit, if you bring a bunch of people, if you've got several people with you rather than it just being you, and in the videos, we'll play some of the audio in a moment here, but in the videos it looks like it's just you and perhaps your either your wife or your daughter. I'm not sure who the other, the other uh, camera person was. Um, but the more people you have, the more cameras you have, the more interesting and the, 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 the dynamics of the situation begin to change. All that said, though, uh, it hasn't stopped them from acting like thugs up here. We had a co-host on our program, uh, Sam Dodson from ObscuredTruth.com. You can go to his uh, video channel on YouTube and see some of his work at Obscured Truth. But he was arrested for videoing, uh, using his video camera, professional video camera, in the public court lobby here in Keene, New Hampshire, and was held in uh, in jail for 58 days because he refused. He used his so-called right to remain silent, and he refused to give his name to these people. They had his fingerprints. They were able to identify him, but they claimed that because he wouldn't give his name on his own volition that they couldn't let him out of jail. So uh, they, they held him there for 58 days before they arbitrarily decided to just uh, turn him loose. A handful of our other friends uh, from MotorhomeDiaries.com were driving through Jackson County, Mississippi, and they were pulled over when one of them got out of their motorhome with a video camera to record what was going on with the police. That's when the the police decided to escalate the situation and, and arrested all three of those guys. So. This is uh, it's an epidemic and it's happening all around the country. But these video cameras are really helping because they're 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 shedding light on these really criminal activities uh, of these police officers. So I want to play some of this audio of what happened to you at the uh, the Gran Mercado there in Phoenix. But can you give us a, a little setup? What were you doing there? You had your sure. camera there. What you were approaching the police? What what were you there for in the first place? What was your purpose? Okay, uh, and you're you're right. We've set up a network um, of sorts, and what we do is is if somebody gets a tip that 
the sheriff's office is uh, uh, exercising a raid, what they call um, a crime suppression sweep, interesting uh, terminology. We call it a racial profiling raid. But when we get a tip, one of us goes out right away or we send out one of our people to check it out and make sure we're not alarming people. But, you know, we, we want to check it out first. So I, I, I got the tip. I was getting ready to leave my home, and then my wife and I decided to go directly to the Grand Mercado, which, you're right, it's a uh, swap meet type place, uh, park and swap, but it's predominantly Hispanic. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's in an area that's a little bit rough, but it's a huge place, huge. So we get this tip. I come up, uh, and, and we park. We go in, and we start asking where are the sheriffs at, and they said, well, they're all undercover. And, well, they, they claim to be undercover. Yeah. They're in plain clothes. Let me, let me clarify. Right. They're in plain clothes. <laughs> and so we, we go, we go and, and we find them in a booth, and they're ransacking a booth, so we start filming them. Now, when you say they're, ran, they're ransacking, what are what are they trying to do? Because I know that when I was living down in uh, Florida, there was a, a flea market up in Bradenton, and I would I, I was working there for a little while, and uh, they would come around, and is it, they, I don't know if it was the cops or if it was the sales tax enforcers, but you know they're all cops to me. Uh, they would come around and harass the booth operators to see if they had some uh, you know sales tax information and if they were collecting you know doing their doing their job for the gang and uh, and collecting the uh, the extractions from their customers. And they would harass them on that basis. They mentioned in your videos that this is about uh, piracy, but is that the only thing they're they're doing there? Uh, no, actually, they, they did indicate there was piracy. They, they let out a blurb that said that they were actually uh, looking for pirated DVDs and CDs. However, uh, about three hours later, they, they, they had a press conference which, in which they disclosed that they were actually doing a complete sweep of about uh, a 10-mile radius. We'll come back with more. Uh, Hang on, Carlos. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the program. You will be able to call in about anything at all at 800-259-9231 should you choose that option. That is the point of the program tonight. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Also, uh, Tex might be uh, joining us again here in a, in a little bit. Uh, That's I right. I don't really like Tex uh, very much, but he's here. And we'll take your calls. Uh, plus, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away, so enjoy those, including the updates. You get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com. Get on that list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. Internobs.com. I uh, got to, we were redoing our kitchen and actually building a new kitchen. And my wife wanted, of course, the most expensive knobs and towel racks and all that other stuff. And I found out about Internobs.com. And we went there and we got the wholesale prices on all these things that we found at the big box stores. And Internobs.com offers you, the listener, a additional 10% off their wholesale prices if you go to uh, internobs.com and use code FTL when you uh, check out. They are extraordinarily helpful and friendly over there. It's internobs.com and use code FTL when you check out. All right, we're back with uh, Carlos Galindo. He is, uh, he's got his own YouTube channel, Activista USA. He's an activist down uh, south in the Phoenix area in Maricopa County, which is one of the most dangerous places to be because of uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio who may be the most corrupt uh, sheriff, at least the most well-known corrupt uh, sheriff in America. There, there are a lot of corrupt sheriffs, from what I understand, from what I hear. And uh, so Arpaio's uh, the, the, one of the big targets out there. And 
I do want to talk more about Joe Arpaio, Carlos, when we get a chance. But the reason I brought you on is because of the fact that you stood up for yourself against some of his foot soldiers, against the uh, you know the gangsters he has going around shaking down vendors at the uh, the local flea market there, the Gran Mercado. Uh, they are, and you, as you were saying, it was a 10-mile sweep. They were purportedly going in looking for music pirates, people that have you know, downloaded music on the Internet, burned them to a CD or something like that, or a movie, and uh, selling it at their flea market booth. That was their purported reason for being there. But you were t- just telling us that later on you found out it was a 10-mile immigration sweep? Right, exactly. And, and what was amazing is watching these folks, uh, these bullies, uh, going from booth to booth without a search warrant and and intimidating these folks into uh, allowing them into their areas and opening up boxes and mm. pulling stuff out. I mean, it's just, it was an incredible to see intimidation. When I was recording that, it pissed them off. It made them mad because uh, they knew that somebody was watching, that, that somebody was watching, uh, you know, their inappropriate actions, and that's what pissed them off, and that's when they started with this usual story. And I don't know if you're getting this up there, but the thing is, you're, you're, you stop videotaping because we have undercover officers. But excuse me, you're wearing a breast, breast badge. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're wearing a cap that says sheriff. It doesn't look like you're undercover. And, <laughs> and then, then their tactic is, you know what? You're, you're, this is evidence. You taping us is evidence. We right. have to take your camera. Here, I'm going to play the first clip here, and uh, you should be able to hear this when you're on the line with us. So let me uh, roll this here, the first one where you approach these guys as they're uh, shaking down somebody. Hey, gentlemen. Uh, Radio Casa. Uh, media. You can hear that, right? Just checking to make yeah. sure. Okay, great. Here we go. Casa, uh, media, can you tell us what's going on? You know, uh, you can call it yeah, you're taking evidence. They say you can call our BIO, that's the, our public information officer, and right. then they accuse you of taking evidence? I thought that was something the police did, was collect evidence. Right, right. It's amazing, this new ideology in order to be able to seize our cameras. Right, and it, the idea that uh, you know you can't have evidence yourself in some kind of case. Only the police can collect yeah. evidence because they're the only ones that can do the right thing. Well, they're the violent clearly, monopoly. Yeah, <laughs> clearly right. you can't do the right thing. And this is this is what the idea of the First Amendment was about: the freedom of the press. The idea right. was to be able to keep an eye on the government, and the government really doesn't like eyes on them. I mean, I, bureaucrats, people paid by the government, they're kind of like roaches. When you turn the lights on, they try to run and hide, but they don't like it when you put lights on them. And, and here, the, the police, they, you know, they're not liking being uh, filmed. Let me finish this clip here. Here we go. Evidence, there, so yeah, evidence by taking a picture of you? Yeah. Yep. I don't think so. I'm with the media, so. Doesn't that suggest you keep moving? Uh, so you have no comment as to what's going on? Nope. You can talk to our PR. So at that point, you kind of move away for a moment. You're talking to your camera about uh, what exactly is going on, and then another one of them approaches you. Can you do me a favor? There's some undercover guys in there. I just prefer they don't get me. But that's what they've told me before. Um, I'm just telling you. And and nothing says, nothing's posted. I'm not interfering with your investigation. In fact, I stepped over here. I'm asking you. Yeah, but I stepped over here away from you. So I've heard that undercover story before. 
So apparently all the police have to do now uh, to get people to stop recording them is just show up somewhere in a T-shirt and some pants and, and some jeans uh, with a badge around their uh, their neck and claim to be undercover. And this is one of these guys actually claims in a moment that later on in the week he might be doing a drug raid or something like that and that, you know, we should be concerned for his safety. Well, look, dude, maybe you should stop hurting peaceful people. Maybe you should stop uh, working at a job that is, uh, is throwing peaceful people, you know, people that have plants or chemicals on them uh, in prison cells and stop uh, putting yourself in those dangerous situations because it's the prohibition uh, that, that puts these guys in danger. They don't have to be doing uh, those things. It's, just yeah, it's, it's a catch-22. It, it really is a catch-22. And I, and I know we want to stay focused on this particular incident, but just uh, two weeks prior to, I had rolled up on them and filmed them. There was at least 30 Units and about 45 Maricopa County Sheriff's Office officers, and they were briefing for a raid, and I pull up and start filming them, and they came at me like bulldogs, um, yeah. three on one side, three on the other side, and they started harassing me. One opens my door, the other one's saying, move on now, and I'm going, I can't move, the door's open, <laughs> yeah. and, and he's going, I'm going to arrest you, last warning. So this is the catch-22 they put you in, uh, and, and they, they love to play this, and you know that, again, I think they just just stopped short of, of it with me, maybe because they think, God, I don't know about this guy. But anybody else, believe me, Mark, Ian and Mark, they would have picked them up. They would have taken them down. Oh, I do believe it, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you didn't end up getting arrested in this particular instance. Uh, th- so you hang back a little bit, and then another one of the cops, because you stayed there, you didn't go uh, go away completely. So then another one of them comes up. Are you taking pictures? We have to take your cameras, Evan. Well, if you take my camera, then you're gonna have a civil lawsuit against you. Guys. Take your camera and see what happens. What? I, I'm not gonna Sir, listen, my camera. I'm documenting. I'm with okay. the media. No, it doesn't work like that. Okay? Yes, I'm, it's it's freedom of the press. Stop talking. No, it's not. It's an active investigation. You're collecting evidence. If you want me to take that, I'm just, you listen. You're talking. When I, if I take that, you'll get it back from the investigation. Okay, so uh, when I when I talk, I can't talk. I can only listen That's to you. exactly the way it works. We're not on the same level here. I'm up here. You're down here right now. So That's I'm, how they feel, too. We're not on the same level here. I'm up here. You're down here right yep, now. Yep, that's how it is. That's really how wow. it is. It's Look, us. It's them. I got a badge. Shut up, citizen. We'll do whatever we yeah. want, and you'll obey. That's pretty much yeah, and 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 you know deal. what, Carlos? They're not real sure about that citizen thing when it comes to you. What do you mean by that? Right? No, absolutely not. It's a, it's appalling behavior. It, it, it's clearly a violation of, of my civil rights. And how many victims are there, Ian and Mark, that are that 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 are just there at a place, maybe not even involved in any activity whatsoever, standing by looking, and they just grab them up, and they snatch them up, and before you know it, you're in jail, you've got a bond that you can't meet. You know, it's just abuse of authority, and this country is out of control. Absolutely, and what I want There wanted... are dozens of people that have been exported, American citizens that have been ex, uh, 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 kicked out of the country, and then they have to try to get back in. It's the craziest thing. Carlos, you've got time to hang out with us for some more of this, right? Sure, All right, more with yeah. Carlos in moments here. Your questions for him as well at 800-259-9231. Talk show host Carlos Galindo with us. Hey, podcasters. FTL has a new advertiser with a somewhat unusual arrangement. They're paying us for people that fill out their online form for inspections for their basements. You won't believe how affordable a dry, usable basement can be, and FTL gets 50 bucks for everyone that fills out the online form at basement.freetalklive.com. 500 bucks off. A lifetime warranty and a free water watch alarm. Just go to basement.freetalklive.com, 
Click on Free Inspection and Estimate in the upper right-hand corner. Fill out the online form. Earn FTL 50 bucks. This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the program. If you've got a question for Carlos Galindo, he's a Latino talk show host from in Phoenix, Arizona. He's with us here to talk about his confrontation with some of Sheriff Joe Arpaio's uh, thugs, his foot soldiers. Uh, they call themselves police officers. But they're not doing anything peaceful. They're not doing any uh, peace uh, keeping or they anything. They may be like doing that, that but no, in no, this they're harassing case. people. In this no, particular case. Do. Uh, so he's with us. Uh, they, he was at the Gran Mercado in uh, Phoenix, and apparently the police make a regular habit of going around and harassing the uh, the vendors there. It's basically a, a very, very large flea market, hence the term Gran. Uh, so, the, so they're apparently going in and just intimidating people, which is what they're trained to do. Uh, they're trained to just kind of barge their way into situations and use their badge and their authoritarian demeanor to get people to give up their rights. Uh, They don't have to allow these police to search, but they may not know that they don't have to do those things. So part of the reason, Carlos, I wanted to have you with with us here tonight, not just to, to play some of these clips and get your comments, but also to encourage people... To do what I was suggesting earlier this week on our, our weekday program, and that is to just try saying no to these uh, these government people, to, to some of their demands. I, I like to encourage non-cooperation and, and civil disobedience, and I, and I don't think that everybody should just jump into the deep end of this, but just try saying no once. You know, when the cops come up to the booth... Uh, to uh, demand your identification, try saying no. You I'm know, not driving anything here. Right. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't have to show you my ID. In fact, you actually tried that at one point with the with the police. But but the problem is, people don't know that they can say no to the police, don't you? Have, have you observed that to be the case? Yeah, that's absolutely the case. Uh, people are so uh, uh, they've been brainwashed. We have been brainwashed. Well, yes. some of us have have uh, put that ideology aside. And we say no more, no more. But let me tell you, it is a brainwash. It, it, they tell you, well, I'm the law enforcement, I'm the authority. You will do as I say, period. And and we have the right to question. We have the right to question authority. Look, we can respect authority when it when it's it's being done as due process. But when somebody is coming and harassing you and 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 trying to intimidate you and being a bully, you have the right to say no. It ends here. You're violating my civil rights. You're violating my space. Get away from me. No way. And until a lot of us, all of us, start doing this, it's gonna, the abuse is going to continue. That's so why it's so difficult. That's why I agree with you completely, and that's why I'm glad you're down there uh, setting the example as to how to, to handle this stuff. And it's not easy. Uh, I still need more practice at it myself. It's very difficult when you're, when you're face-to-face with someone who's got a gun on their hip or a taser and they're willing to use it on you. It's not an easy situation. But the, the fact is the more you get into those situations, the better off you'll be, the cooler you'll be uh, about it. One of the tips that I like to... To, uh, suggest, and I, I'm still working on it myself, is is asking questions instead of answering them. Uh, when whoever is asking the questions tends to be winning in in a confrontation, in an advers- adversarial confrontation like that, and the police are trained to ask questions. Uh, that's why it's it's good for us to try to turn and turn whatever their questions are uh, back around on them. But let me get back to some of these audio clips here, and then want to take a phone call from somebody that uh, I guess wants to take issue with uh, this your situation here. But uh, we will go. You, you don't mind taking calls from whoever, right, Carlos? 
Not at all. Bring it on. All right, great. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231. So you had approached this booth. The cops said, go away. We've got undercover officers here, even though all of them had the na- you know, they had their badges slung around their necks and were obviously uh, police and doing nothing to try to hide their uh, their faces. You're taking pictures in a public place, and or you're on, I guess, private property in the, uh, the flea market, but I'm sure the owners would not have minded you being there. There was no prohibition on photography from the owners of the, the property. So you're... To go there by the owners as well. Excellent. I called them, told them what was going on. I know the owners, and uh, they said, "Go, Carlos, go and 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 document." Even what's better. Going on, I've got a reporter on their way as well. So the cops wanted you to step away. You did step back. You stepped across the uh, the little uh, the aisle there, and then another one approaches you and really just lays it out. He tells it like it is because he thought he was going to be able to get your camera from you to delete whatever it is that you were recording. In fact, he did try to do that, but you used the uh, magic of technology and undelete, I imagine, to uh, to undelete his deletion, or somebody did, because it ended up getting posted on your YouTube channel, Activista USA. And so let me continue this man as he uh, attempted to uh, uh, verbally assault you here. We're not on the same level here. I'm up here, you're down here right now. So I'm less than you. No, you're going to listen to me or I'm going to take your camera and you, you keep running your mouth and take you to jail. Okay? You're, I'm not, I'm not interfering you, with you. You cannot document an active investigation. I wonder, would he have charged you with a, a charge of running your mouth had he actually taken you to jail? Or would it have been one of their favorites like disorderly conduct? They love that one. Yeah, I, I, I really, at that point, uh, um, I, I knew that it was escalating. I was going to stand my ground. Uh, but when, when I finally did um, shut the thing off, um, my wife was a little ways away. She caught, as you know, with a second camera. Quite a bit of it as well, quite a bit of the after, aftermath. Yep. However, what she wasn't able to catch is him saying to me, let me have the camera. And me saying, no, let me have the camera. No. And he says, I'm going to take it from you. At that point, I'm thinking, definitely this guy's going to tackle me. He's not just going to mm-hmm. do a pull and tug thing like two kids yanking on a, uh, on a candy. So I thought, you know what? I'm not going to hand it to him. I'm just going to hold it in my hand. And he reached out and grabbed it out of my hand. Here, we'll continue the clip here. An active investigation. Otherwise, that becomes evidence and we'll take it. Can I document the officers that are that are walking around? I'm not let, document. Let me ask you. If you're working in undercover capacity, do you want people taking pictures of your face? Well, you guys are undercover, though. You're not, you don't have your face covered. Would you want somebody taking pictures of your face? Hey, dude, if you don't want pictures being taken of you, don't appear in public. If you're an undercover officer, for whatever reason, you, you know, some you don't freaking want... freaking undercover work. You don't get want... the hell out of the flea market. Right, you don't want your cover blown? What are you doing out in uh, in public where people can see you? You could be photographed by any number of security cameras or who knows what else. Just a quick question, Carlos. What kind of camera was your wife using? Was it like a pen cam or something really small? No, actually, she had a uh, uh, a regular uh, camera, um, and, and what she was doing is just holding it still, just it kind of... Not trying to point it right at him, but I just see. holding it in front of her like if she's just standing there watching. Uh, and, but she had it running on video, so that that's why we were able to capture uh, the comments afterwards. Let's continue this. Yeah, I, if, I, if I'm yeah, out in the camera. open. Give me well, sir, give me this is my camera. Give me your camera. Give me your camera. So you're not going to allow me to shut it down and go ahead and go? 
And that's the point at which uh, the, you did turn your camera off because, again, it's getting scary. They're, they're more than happy to, you know, tackle you, hurt you, take you to Tent City. Uh, and, then, of course, Tent City is where it's, you know, Phoenix, so it's pretty hot wow. out uh, right now, where they just basically leave human beings out in uh, these tents 24 yeah. hours a day, uh, you know, and, and feed them the most dr- grueling slop you can possibly Don't imagine. Don't forget that they shoot them if they try to go away, uh, try to leave. There's that, too. You know, you're not exaggerating. I get chills when you talk about Tent City. Literally, at this time of the year, it's hitting 140, 150 degrees. <sighs> Think about it. In those tents, and yes, the slop they feed them is absolutely slop. It's a mixture of stuff that they actually put in pans and let it harden and cut it into into uh, cubes, and that's what they give them with water, and he says, uh, our pilot says, it has all the nutrients they need. It's disgusting. All the vitamins they need, that's good enough. We've, uh, we've read stories from people that have actually been in Ten City on the air. I want to go to Chris. Uh, he's got some, uh, I guess, an issue that he wants to take with this. Chris, calling from Richmond, Virginia. You're on with Carlos. Chris in Richmond, going once. Chris in Richmond, going twice. Yes, Chris. Hey, you hear me? Oh, he is there. Chris, go ahead. Yeah, how you doing tonight? Just super, Chris. What's on your mind? Oh, I was just listening to y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to why, why this local station carries y'all. It's, it's really outrageous what y'all are saying. What's, what's outrageous? I, uh, well, just the, the, the slander that you all are laying on the police officers. Um, I, I'm a recovering drug addict for 20 years, and I, you all must still be getting high. That's the only thing I can figure. <laughs> so I you think y'all must still be getting hot? Let me see if I can understand. <laughs> let me see I if don't I, can, go, I don't smoke pot. Let me see if I can understand you here, Chris. You're, you're saying that uh, people shouldn't criticize the police; that the police should just be able to go and harass whoever they want to. That's not what I said. I said the way that y'all are slandering these people, it, y'all must still be well, using dope. What's what's the slander? Do you do you want to get the specific? The slander is in in our in our country, if the police get out of line. There are ways to make sure that they pay. Really? Police, <laughs> Whatever they the are, police, aren't very darn effective. The, the I'll tell you, police, what, I'll tell you what, Chris. I want to give you a fair sh- Chris, I'm going to give you a fair shake. I'm going to hang on to you, okay? I'm going to bring you back. Carlos, you're going to stick with us, right? Absolutely. All right. Uh, Mas con Carlos in moments. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever uh, whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. Though, if you've got a question for Carlos Galindo, he is on the line with us. He's a Latino talk show host from the Phoenix, Arizona area and was recently harassed, actually more than once, by the sheriff's deputies from Joe Arpaio. Perhaps you've heard of him. We'll get back to that here in moments. First... I want to tell you about the uh, vitamin I've been taking here for the last couple of months. It's called Choose for Health Superfruit Complex. You can go ahead and get a free week of this at uh, by calling 1-800-219-8874. That's 800-219-8874. Choose for Health contains goji, mango scene, acai, and nani fruit. So just go ahead and call them at 800-219-8874. They'll give you a free week to try it out. That's all you have to do is pay for shipping and handling. Carlos was down in uh, the, the Gran Mercado in Phoenix as the police were harassing shopkeepers there, and he tried to videotape. The police told him to go away. They didn't want to be videotaped, even though they're in a, a public place, even though he'd been asked to come there by the owners of the marketplace. And then at the, shortly after he was asked to stop, they came up and demanded that he hand over the camera. They proceeded to delete the uh, the footage. And we have apparently one of the defenders of the police. Chris is on the line with us here. Uh, Chris calling from Richmond. You're back on with Carlos Galindo. Now, Chris, go ahead and tr- uh, continue making your point. You were saying that we are slandering. 
slandering the police by talking about how we wanted to have the ability to record them? I'd like you to make your point clear. Well, I think I think that um, you know they're they're. The police are good people. They have bad. Well, wait, wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. Like How can you wait? Just, I'm going to stop you, you right you, there. No, hey. don't interrupt. You want no, me to well, make wait my a minute. Point. They're don't not interrupt. good people, sir. They're hurting peaceful people. That's some not a good are, thing. Some police are. Some police aren't. Some are good. Some hey, are not. Hey, if I got a drug dealer versus a cop, and I want one of them to do me wrong, I'll take the cop. I don't what know what you're talking about. All right. Well, let me explain it to you. If you stop interrupting, can you stop interrupting for a second? We haven't said anything. Stick Go it in on, your sir. butt. Oh, you've been interrupting me. When I start saying all right, something, you got, go ahead with your explanation. We don't have all night. Okay, well, I don't have all night either. What I'm trying to say is there are good people on both sides. You all get high. I'm sure some of y'all are great people. But I guarantee you that the police don't like it. They want to try to stop it. They've got good reasons for it. Why? When the police take an action, they're doing it to try to protect people. You all protect don't believe who? that, and I'm sorry you don't. But I disagree with you. And the bottom line is I think you're still on drugs. And if you're on drugs, you're not going to want the police on your side. And I would suggest, I would highly suggest, no, really, I would highly suggest that you go to the police department, ask to ride around with the police Chris, I've done that, actually. I've done that. You can, Chris, thank you. Chris, I'm going to put you on hold for a moment and allow Carlos to respond, but I've actually done that. If you go and you search police ride-along keen on YouTube, you'll find a five-, six-part video with me riding along with the police, having a conversation with a police officer who actually understands that the war on drugs should come to an end. Somebody who, uh, he's not a member of law enforcement against prohibition, but he should be. Carlos, your thoughts on that? Uh, I think Chris is clearly one of those individuals who was a drug addict that thinks once he cleans up his ass, uh, he's got to take the ultra-conservative view, and he's got to give uh, a, a, um, uh, a free ride or a pass to any police officer just simply because they wear a uniform, they carry a badge, and, they, and, and, a, and a gun. Wrong. Wrong again. You cannot allow uh, police officers to violate people's rights. And he says that there's a, a system which will uh, reprimand or take care of officers who are rogue or out of control. Nonsense. Again, that's the problem. There is no checks and balances. Nope. And those that were supposedly, supposedly set up are manipulated by, the, by, by those same officers and their superiors. So that's we see it time and time again all across the country where a police officer will be accused of doing anything from, you know, forcing sex on a, a woman that he's pulled over to uh, killing somebody to harming somebody, beating somebody. Don't all forget the innumerable dogs that get shot. Killing people's dogs. All kinds of uh, different horrific things that they've done to pe people who did not deserve any of it. And what always happens 99.9% .9 of the time is the police department comes out and says, well, don't worry. We're investigating this. And then months down the road, if you ever hear anything about it again, it's always, well, our investigation turned up that they were doing everything by the book. No problems here. Okay, we'll just reinstate you after we've given you this two-week paid vacation, uh, which is what they tend to do. They barely ever suspend the cops without pay, so they suspend them with pay, which gives them several weeks off, and they get full payment uh, in that time period. And then, you know, down the line, they're still working at the same job, and they eventually will collect their pension. And It's called the Thin Blue Line. It's the brotherhood. They wrap around themselves. They protect one another, and they're completely insulated. We can complain all we want to, but as long as we keep paying property taxes, they'll keep getting Getting, uh, you know, they'll keep getting their paychecks. Absolutely. And i got to make a point here. Um, and uh, for full disclosure, I was married 
to a woman who worked for the sheriff's office for 20 years. You don't think I understand the ins and outs of who they are and what they are? Her point of view, she was appalled every day of what she saw going on in the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office. Mm. I mean, it, it, I can, it, it, I can only, a wedge between us. I can only imagine uh, some of the things that, uh, that, you exper- that, that she told you. I'd like to play just a little bit more of these wonderful service-oriented people that are just out trying to help us. Here's uh, their attitude with you. When, once you shut the camera off, here's some of the, the audio, which, again, people can go and see the full videos, get everything at Activista USA on uh, YouTube. That's the channel. Here goes some more. Okay, you're standing here filming me when I'm talking to you. Right. Okay, so what we'll do is we'll take it so you don't jeopardize because I'm a detective. I don't need my face on the media and get shot in a drug house because you feel like it's your right to film somebody. Stay out of people's houses okay? then. So I'm going to take your camera, when the investigation's over, then when give is the, the camera, investigation when it's over, you'll be contacted. I'll give you a receipt for it, they'll contact you, Whenever and you I say. And I have no choice in, uh, in no. contacting... Uh, no, you can call your lawyer, call whoever you want. Did you hear what he said there? Sure, call whoever you want because it doesn't matter. That's exactly what he said. He can do whatever the heck he wants because nobody can do anything about it because he's got sovereign immunity. He has the law on his side. Later on, one of the cops says, oh, you can just file a lawsuit against me. No, you can't. They're untouchable. I mean, has anybody (laughs) ever had success with that that you know of, Carlos? No, and and uh, hopefully uh, I'm I'm going to be one of those that's going to start changing that. There's been a couple lawsuits here. There's been settlements uh, with Maricopa County, but let me tell you what I did is I called 911. When he yes. took my camera, I called 911. Yeah. I called the Phoenix Police Department. Did that happen? Did that actually do anything? We've tried that here, and they just la- you know they sent they sent a cop out once, and he basically turned around and and walked away after he saw what was going on. Well, the idea for me was. When I call 911, obviously that conversation is being recorded. I'm telling them what's going on, and, and it, it somewhat uh, makes them step back a little bit because they now know there's another department, mm-hmm. uh, uh, law enforcement agency involved. And so obviously if they totally blow it, that law enforcement agency in public is not going to, if they act upon uh, you know violating my rights or hitting me, beating me, they're not going to protect them. Uh, blatantly if they do it in front of them in public. So that's that was the strategy here, and that's what we've been doing is we call 911 and say, I'm being harassed. Well, I think it's the American Security Sheriff's Office. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I want you out here. Yeah. And they have responded. At the very least, it gives you a little bit of cover. Uh, like you say, you know, they, they're probably recording it. Here in uh, New Hampshire, we have the, uh, the Porcupine 411, which is a phone system we've set up. This may be something that uh, will ring familiar to you, or, or, or maybe it's an idea you can run with down there. But yeah, basically yeah. what happens is there's a phone line set up. The activists have this number. For me, I hold the, the P button on my phone, and it dials this. And then seconds after you connect, you can leave a message that's up to, I don't know, several, uh, 15 minutes in length or something like that. You can leave a very long message that essentially allows you to record what's happening at the scene of whatever it is that's going down. And then when you hang up the phone, that message is distributed via email to uh, and and to smartphones to whoever subscribed to the list. So so usually what will happen is if uh, an activist gets into something with with the police, they'll call in and say, you know, this is so-and-so, I'm at this location, this is what's happening. Hang up, that message goes out to everybody. Then they call back and they record the scene, and it's a really 
great way to, at the very least, get the audio out. I mean, if they steal your camera, if they, you know, they take your equipment, by that point, it's already out of their hands. They can't do anything about that uh, that audio feed. I and don't know why should they would want to. I don't understand why the police would want to take someone's... Because they're acting like thugs. Well, why would they act like thugs? They're here to protect us. Why would they want <laughs> to take someone's camera away? Why would they want to not be recorded? I mean, really... We pay taxes to these people, and they don't want to be recorded. <laughs> That's just, it, you know, That's it's like uh, Judge uh, Judge Napolitano has said the camera is the new gun, and it's it's a very dangerous tool for their legitimacy. It's a dangerous tool for um, for us to use against them, and it it doesn't uh, allow them to respond with violence. But it really exposes them for the violent people that they are and the intimidating, scary people that they are. Carlos, this is uh, this is going so well. I'd love to hold you over if we could uh, in hour number two. Is that possible? Absolutely, yes. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to come back. There's more audio here that I just – it's just so revealing. Because remember, these cops thought they'd shut off the camera at this point. They didn't realize Carlos – his wife was there with another camera recording the entire thing. So what do the cops say when they don't think they're being recorded? We'll share some of that with you here in a few moments. Activista USA is his YouTube channel. You can see the videos there. Uh, More coming up. Hour number two is on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet! And get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever you want, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. I've held over our guest, which is uh, something is very unusual on this program, but there's just so much here. There's so much to dig into uh, with Carlos Galindo. He is a, uh, a Latino talk show host down in the Phoenix, Arizona area and was recently... Uh, more than once harassed by the police, uh, the sheriffs, uh, the deputies of one Joe Arpaio, perhaps the most corrupt sheriff in America, or at least the most well-known corrupt sheriff in America. And uh, some of the video footage that the the sheriff's officers believed they had deleted has now shown up on Carlos's YouTube channel at Activista USA. That's on YouTube, Activista USA. You can see the full footage there. We've been playing some of the clips here tonight of uh, these sheriff's officers just showing how interested they are in providing, you know, service and serving and protecting. They're really concerned with, uh, you know, really being great guys and and just being helpful. Um, Well, let me give you one example of some of the, you know, how helpful they are here. We're not on the same level here. I'm up here. You're down here right now. So I'm less than you. Yeah, okay, that's who we're dealing with. We're dealing not with peace officers who are trying to actually, you know, solve a problem. We're dealing with people that actually believe they're better than you. 
That's what the issue is here. That's one one of the issues that we're uh, talking about here tonight is the attitude of these police officers. First of all, they're not doing anything helpful in the uh, in the first place. They're harassing vendors at a flea market because, well, they can because they know the tactics of intimidation. They know they can just go up and make demands and that because they're wearing a badge, people will do what they say because people have been trained or brainwashed, as Carlos was saying, into just going along with whatever it is the police tell them to do. And it's something that we're, we're just trained uh, from day one in this country. You, you learn about the, the friendly police officer in your, your elementary school class, and, well, they're, uh, they're in charge, so you, whatever the police say. I think, by and large, at the time that I was in elementary school, most police were peace officers, and they were acting in that capacity. I realize that the drug war started uh, with uh, the Nixon administration, Nixon, yeah. um, which was, of course, prior to me hitting being old enough to really see this stuff in school. But, you know, I don't think that it really hit at that point, at least not in the little community of Bradenton, Florida. Well, the real, uh, and this is, goes back to something we were talking about this week on the uh, the weekday program, which you can download at freetalklive.com. But we were talking about how the, the police use the drug war as the excuse for all kinds of, the government in general, but the police use the drug war as the excuse for all kinds of tyranny. I mean, searches... That started not with the terrorism and not with the so-called illegal thing, which I want to definitely talk to Carlos about when we get a chance, uh, because I don't believe that human beings can be illegal. But the drug war was the first, uh, the, the first destruction of the Fourth Amendment. The drug war was what uh, gave them the excuse to just run roughshod over your right to privacy. And indeed, it's running over the top of free, uh, free speech and the, and the free press. Carlos approaches these police and says he's with, the, he's with the media, and they demand he turns the camera off because one of them's, there's one of them that's undercover. They've got undercover officers, and they might get to see their face on YouTube. In fact, here's what uh, one of them said a little bit later. Okay, you have your ID on you? Yeah, but I don't need to show you my desk. Okay, then you're not going to get a receipt. This is after he stole uh, Carlos's camera from him, and we're going to bring Carlos Galindo back on with us sure. here. Uh, they stole your camera from you, and then they're, uh, they're trying to get your, you to show ID, which, as you say correctly, which most people don't know this, you don't have an obligation to show them any identification unless maybe you're in your car, in which case, you know, they're going to hurt you if you don't in that case. I don't believe you have any obligation myself to, uh, to show this stuff, but you could at least make the argument that, well, you agreed to have the driver's license, so therefore you agreed to hand it over when you're in your in your car but if you're just on the street if you're outside of your car you have no obligation to be even carrying identification on you and uh, he could have written a receipt with a name that you gave him but he was just using that as an excuse to try to pressure you did you ever hand him the id absolutely not and 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 you're right i'm in a public venue uh I, he has not uh made any type of a stop a formal stop um he is not conducting an investigation uh, of myself, so he has no no right at all to determine who I am uh, or 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 why I'm there. It's 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 a public place. I was invited there. It's it's in, in fact all the public is invited uh, to come there because they advertise. That's an invitation, mm-hmm. and so uh, he had no right to come up to me and and number one stop me from exercising my First Amendment right, and second of all taking my camera because it is uh, number one unlawful detainment. Second of all, he did take it, so he took an item of mine away, and and in that case, by depriving me of it, uh, without my consent, he is stealing it. And then for them to turn around and delete the information on there, including my private stuff that I still had on there, let me tell you, this this is what I tell my people on the radio show. These are rabid dogs. Foaming at the mouth to carry a gun and a badge. Mm-hmm. That's what it amounts to. 
That's how they should be treated, too. They should be treated very cautiously because they are dangerous. And if you are all alone, then you're in an even higher dangerous situation. Luckily, you were in a public place. So not that that would have stopped them from being violent, but it certainly helps to have other eyeballs around to keep, you know, to, to, to keep them in line, so to speak. Let me play some more of this audio here from what you recorded. And again, the full versions of this is all available over at Activista USA at, uh, at YouTube's your channel. Here's a little bit more. Okay, I need your name off your ID. I'm at the Grand Mercado, 35th Avenue in Buckeye, and I've got uh, some gentlemen taking my uh, camera from me here. Can you get some officers out here to respond, please? That's actually where you called the Phoenix Police Department as you were talking with this guy, because he committed a crime. I mean, if he, if he didn't have a badge, if you didn't have a badge, and you walked up to somebody on the street and said, give me that camera, and snatch it out of their hand, that's theft. That's a crime. And for anybody else, that's criminal activity. But for them, it's just, well, we're just confiscating it. Don't worry. We'll give it back to you after we go through the trial and the process. And you know how long this, this stuff takes. It takes forever. So by the time you get your camera back, if it's even working, by the way, I told you about our friend Sam, uh, Sam Dodson from ObscuredTruth.com. He spent 58 days in jail because he dared to record video in a public, public court lobby. Uh, he checked out his camera because they went you know they were going to trial so the the police still have it it's now been several months and uh, since that happened this is a professional grade uh HD video camera it doesn't work anymore so all of a sudden it was working when they confiscated it and then when he got a chance to take a look at it and try to get his uh you know the flash card out of it the camera didn't function anymore funny how that is right. so. and you know I'll, I'll tell you when they deleted that he was so sure that that he, he in fact he said and you I think you've got that clip he says okay uh, I've got everything off of there and I and I question what gave you the right to delete it and he says I'm trying to help you yeah out. <laughs> and, yeah I'll get to that I, I was shocked yeah I'm gonna get to that clip because they, because yeah. when you when you go with, along with what they say when you go along with what they demand they act like they're your buddies and uh, let me continue the audio here so you can twist this any way you want to make it seem racial the fact is you were told to stop doing it the way society works is that the police tell you to do something, you do it. If you choose not to, there's consequences. <laughs> That's the way a police state works. Yeah. Um, so uh, what he's doing is admitting there that we live in a police state. Pretty much. Exactly. And it, it really, that, you know, if this is the kind of abuse we're seeing here. I don't know how you guys are dealing with it up there or how prevalent it is, but it is seriously out of control in Arizona and in our, in our own gem of racism called Maricopa County. That's uh, that's their attitude, though. I mean, you heard earlier where we played the clip where he says, he, I'm up here, you're down there. There he says, so, oh, hey, hey, it's just how society works. Whatever we say, you got to do. So, you know, if we demand that you give us fellatio here right out in uh, the Gran Mercado in front of everybody, you'll just have to do that because, you know, we're the police. <laughs> Anything we say is uh, is a lawful order, apparently. The bottom line is, is I don't appreciate you bullying me, and I don't appreciate you telling me you have, you're I a asked you, down here. Sir, I asked you I'm not, a, I'm not down here. You didn't, you didn't ask. ask. Oh, he yeah. didn't ask. Earlier they when, asked. When, well, right. Please, so, please stop filming. Sure, please. When, when he's, I'm going to have to ask when he asks, stop. But you, then you follow it up with force? It's not a, it's no. not a request. No, but, but they love to make themselves feel it's a better. Demand. But they like to feel better about themselves by right. claiming that they were just being nice first. If I walk up to you on the street, I pull out a forty five, I stick it in your forehead, and I say, please give me your wallet. Have I asked you for your wallet? I'm not no. down here. We're on the same I, level. Why are you yelling? Uh, uh, He's got uh, uh, music's music loud. I asked you several uh, times. You were asked politely back there. That's why he had to take it up a notch. 
Well, yeah. You were asked politely by this. I officer. was. Asked, I asked you politely. See, that's how this gang works. <laughs> See, the people don't people don't like it, Carlos, on this show. I, I know you've probably never listened to Free Talk Live before. Somebody turned you on to us just today. You emailed me today. I called you right back, and we got you on the show. But uh, you know, when when we talk about the police and and what they really are, which I understand that there are some good guys out there. I understand that. I and I I've met some of them, so I know it's true. But in general, what the police are is a criminal gang. And that's how they behave. It's just that they send letters and ask nicely before they start getting violent with you. It's not like your typical mafia. They've got a they've got a sense of legitimacy to uphold with the people. So they have to go about it very cautiously in the beginning. And that's what their excuse is. I'm going to bring you back here in a few moments. Uh, and your calls as well. 800-259-9231 if you get got a question for Carlos. This is Free Talk Live, Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. And if uh, you want to visit us online, you can do that at freetalklive.com. We've got live streams. There's a broadband version, dial-up version, even a webcam, all free for you at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. Now is the time for you and your family to be armed and trained at levels that exceed law enforcement and military standards. Front Sight provides such training without any boot camp mentality or drill instructor attitudes. Secure a Front Sight defensive handgun course today, plus a 30-state concealed weapon permit, and you get a free handgun in the caliber of your choice. Go to FrontSight.com today. That's FrontSight.com. We've got uh, Carlos Galindo with us here tonight. He's a uh, talk show host, Latino talk show host down in uh, the Phoenix area. And they're working on setting up an act. It sounds like they've already got an activist network set up there where if the police are harassing people, innocent, peaceful people, uh, calls will go out to people like Carlos who will respond with things like video cameras and, and stuff like that to try to at least bring some level of accountability back to these uh, these cops. I mean, they're they're acting like violent, intimidating thugs, and that's how many of them are trained to behave. And so in this case, uh, what had happened was, and you can see the video footage over at Activista USA, that's a channel on YouTube, it's Carlos's channel, but uh, the owners of the, uh, the Gran Mercado in Phoenix called Carlos and had him to have him come out because the cops were shaking down vendors at, uh, at the flea market, harassing peaceful people that are just trying to do business. It's not easy doing business at a flea market. It's a, it's a pretty not stressful... Not since the government's crashed the economy either. Right. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a pretty tough uh, world. There's usually not anything resembling air conditioning at most uh, flea markets. So, uh, you know, it's a it's a pretty stressful place to be. And so bringing the police in and, uh, and harassing people just makes it that much worse. Carlos shows up with uh, his video camera. The police don't like that very much. They demand that he stop. They say outrageous things and on camera uh, like, well, we're up here and you're down there. A very us versus them kind of mentality. One of the cops even says, even claims that, uh, well, whatever the cops say, hey, this is the society you live in. Whatever the cops say, you have to do. And, and then another one says later on that, well, if, if you don't like it, you can sue me. Get in line, he says, because he knows that they're, he's completely right. safe. He's totally insulated from being sued. You can't sue individual members of the police department if they're acting as their off official capacity. You can sue the department, and good luck, because then you'll have to have a judge. If you can, if you can find a lawyer that'll take the case, because to go they up know, against the cops, right? They yeah. know how uh, you, know, uh, you know fruitless it is. So we have Carlos with us here. I'm going to play just a little bit more of this audio. We'll bring him back in for some comments, and we'll also take your phone calls, because I know you have questions for him here. Uh, here's some more of uh, the audio with him and the police. Why would you delete my, my stuff off my camera? You know what? I'm trying to do you a favor. It's either <laughs> I secure it as evidence, and you don't get it back for about a half a year to a year and a half until the case is due to case, or I can delete the photos and give it back to you now. 
So what would your preference be? Well, you've already deleted photos. I guess I don't have any choice. <laughs> right? Well, either way, you're, you're not just you're not going to go on your. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh, look, they are going to go on YouTube. Busted. They did make it up on YouTube because, number one, <laughs> uh, they deleted the footage. But if you have, and take note, listeners, if you have uh, a camera that is not tape-based, if you have a flash uh, camera or a hard drive camera, if you have a situation like this, and eventually the police are going to figure this out and this isn't going to work, but uh, if you encounter a situation where you're recording the police, they demand the camera and they delete the stuff, do not record anything else on that flash card or on that hard drive until you get a chance to get it home and run some undelete software. There's some great free undelete software out there. Uh, Recuva is, uh, is one that I've utilized. You can use this undelete software to go in there and literally just undelete those files. It's a very fast process. And that'll re- recover these things, which is what you did. And plus, you actually had your wife with you. She was surreptitiously recording uh, the re- the remainder of the conversation. So even if they had successfully deleted uh, the first clip, you at least had gotten a whole bunch more of it. And they didn't even have any idea about that. So which is why it's very helpful to have multiple people respond to a situation like this uh, because it helps keep you safer and multiple people with multiple cameras. Because eventually, if you have enough people, you'll out- you'll outnumber the cops. Plus. Here's another tip. Uh, Carlos, I don't know if you've come across this one yet, but quick.com, Q-I-K.com. Have you heard of this? No, no. You're going to love it. Do you have a smartphone? Absolutely. Uh, what do you have? BlackBerry, iPhone? Uh, I have a mogul, yeah. It's an HTC mogul. They're starting Windows to make base. this. Uh, quick.com has a whole list of phones, and there's, it's a very long, lengthy list. So odds are good that uh, they'll have a quick for your phone. But it's a service that if you have a smartphone with uh, with data connection uh, option on it, uh, then then you can get this quick software with a punch of a button. You can be uploading footage to the internet instantly. It is the perfect solution to this problem because if the cops take your camera, in this case they deleted the footage and they gave the camera back. If they start taking cameras then you're screwed because then you have to cross your fingers and hope that uh, you know you get your camera back ever and hopefully you can get the footage at that point. But if you're uploading instantly to the uh, the Internet, it doesn't matter if they take your camera. I mean, you'd be out a couple hundred bucks, but the footage is already on Quick.com servers uh, at, at that point. So high, it's, and it's free, by the way. You know, you're already paying for whatever plan you have. Uh, as long as you've got the unlimited data, it's completely free to use Quick.com service. So it's a recommendation for you, Carlos, and, and anybody else that's out there. Totally. That wants to do this stuff here, Carlos. Um, let's let's go to the phones here. Well, Larry's been waiting patiently, listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. Larry, you're on with Carlos Galindo. How you doing, Brian Ann and Carlos? Yes, yes, sir. You what's... know, it's it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. What's happening is the feds come in and have these little uh, uh, stops and stuff, and pay these officers overtime, and they get used to getting that overtime, right? Well, just like any other job, they cut back on the overtime. The cop done ran his credit cards up. He done got his kids involved in things he's got to pay for. And then they say, hey, look, buddy, you're only getting 30 hours this week. Are you only getting 20 hours this week? He ain't got no money. He got to go out and rape and pillage to try to get what he can to keep his bills up because he can't uh, threaten the credit card company. He can't threaten the mortgage company. He got to pay them every month. He can't go down to utilities and threaten it. So all they're doing with these cops is using them as pawns. They're going to make them do the dirtiest things that they can make them do, and then when the feds come in to take over the whole situation, that's when they get rid of them because they got so many complaints 
But Carlos is right. Anytime you get a chance to capture him on tape or capture him on uh, capture him on a video or something, get them captured. And I just say, people, now that we have a little bit of freedom of speech left, you need to go to your city county council meetings because every bit of it's on cameras. You catch these officials on camera, you bring them right on down, you, you ask them serious questions, and all they can do is get up and run out when they can't answer. Yeah. But be consistent. I've ran two or three of them out. But Thank you need to be consistent and keep on going back, asking the same questions, pointing out where they're wasting money or where they're embezzling money, and you got freedom of speech now, so you better uh, You might as well use, use it. it. I agree with that. Thank you, Larry, for the, the call tonight. Uh, the, Carlos, your thoughts on that? Well, he's absolutely correct. Um, uh, this, uh, the, the, they send them out to do the dirty work. Eventually, if they come in, they get so many complaints, and then they start changing things. Uh, in this case, unfortunately, uh, Jorah Pyle has been at this for 16 years. Yeah. Uh, Jorah Pyle, uh, as you know, uh, it was very popular first when he put the tents up, then put the pink underwears, then the pink handcuffs, then the slop food, green bologna, uh, yeah. chasing immigrants. And so it's just been a continuous uh, 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 abuse of authority on behalf of Arpaio. And this is a guy who keeps getting reelected. So you have an elected official who's corrupt and, 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 and also carries a badge. That is a dangerous combination. And he enjoys a tremendous level of public support, even though there's a very anti-Arpaio element out there. I'm going to hang on to you. I know you've got a little more time with us. More with Carlos and your calls as well in moments. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Candy. For inspiring ideas for your next celebration, be sure to visit us at CelebrationCorner.com. You don't have to wait for a holiday to plan a festive meal. Celebrate anytime with a fun menu or creative theme. Invite friends for a roll-your-own sushi dinner. Or surprise your family with a birthday cake when it's nobody's birthday. Fun is the name of the game, so make up a special reason of your own. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Just dial on in toll-free at 800-259-9231. Uh, right now, taking calls uh, preference for Carlos Galindo. He's with us. Uh, he's a, uh, a Latino talk show host from the Phoenix, Arizona area, and has uh, been really a, a great guy in that he stood up for his rights and the rights of others, those people that don't know things like how to stand up for themselves. He's uh, helping them, helping show them how to do that by setting the example himself. He's got a YouTube channel at Activista USA. And Carlos, I uh, just want to say I really appreciate you taking so much time to uh, spend with us here sure. on Free Talk Live because you're, you're, I'm sure you're an inspiration to a lot of folks down there that listen to your uh, talk radio show. And I, I'm, I hope that uh, people that are listening, listening audience can go and see your videos at Activista USA on YouTube and you know get some idea of what's going on down there and hopefully you'll encourage them to do something similar, to back up people that don't know any better about how to handle themselves around the police, uh, that, you know, to encourage people to say no when the police make demands, arbitrary demands of you, uh, to just, you know, try it, test the waters. It, it feels good to say no once you say it the first time. That's right. And, and you know, they call my show controversial. It's really controversial in Phoenix, especially among the Hispanic community that's, more used to getting fed, fed information, sound bites 
that that are passive that tell them it's okay. You don't have don't question the system. In fact, you shouldn't question it because it could bring you problems. It could bring you trouble. And I'm slowly changing that mindset. Just as as, as you guys are considered controversial, but why are we considered controversial? Because we tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Because we're 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 trying to get people to get motivated and stand up for the rights. Those people who call us unpatriotic. Say they want their America back. What are, you, what are you talking about? This is America. Standing up for your rights, fighting for freedom, liberty. This is all part of it. It's saying you cannot violate my rights, my constitutional rights. And that is what we need to keep doing is getting that word out and changing that mindset that, that's been uh, bred into it. Absolutely, been, because well, if you just keep, school, if you, you know? do right, if you do what they tell you to, and that what, what you're saying is they're saying, well, just go along to get along, Carlos. I mean, you don't want to stick your head up. They might bite it off. They might hurt you. They might hurt your family. But if you don't do anything, if you just meekly go along with whatever they demand, if you look the other way as they're uh, they're assaulting your friends and your neighbors and uh, and your family members, and you don't criticize and you don't pay attention and you don't wh- whip out the video cameras and the audio recording devices and uh, you don't do any of these things. You just go along to get along, then you're going to get more of what we're getting. And what we are getting is a police state. And it's, it is going to get worse unless people start to do what you're doing and actually start to stand up for themselves and others. I mean, it's like Pastor Martin Niemöller said in uh, World War II, and I'm paraphrasing here, but first they came for the, uh, you know, the trade unionists, then they came for the communists, and then they came for somebody else, and then they came for me. And by that point, there was nobody else left to stand up for me because he hadn't stood up for any of those people as they, as they went after them. First, in, the, in our time, it's first they came for the drug dealers and the drug users, and then they came for the uh, you know the terrorists, and then they came for the immigrants. And who's next? It could be you. It could be your family. So if you don't stand up, eventually they're going to come around to you. That's true. That's exactly the uh, what we have to change that mindset. And, and really, uh, we're, be, we're we've been institutionalized uh, uh, as as individuals can walk that we can walk around freely. But because we can walk around freely does not mean we are truly free. Exactly. Because our rights are constantly violated. We're told what to do by law enforcement. We have no freedom to say no. It's and an we illusion. actually do, but we have to start using the, our right of choice. It's a brilliant uh, illusion, uh, the rose-colored glasses that people are looking through, because you're absolutely right, Carlos, and it's a theme that we frequently touch on on this program, is that just because you get to leave your house in the morning and choose which direction you go uh, doesn't mean that you're truly free. As long as you have somebody to answer to, as long as there's somebody demanding a percentage of your income, as long as there's somebody saying, you'll either pay us what we demand or we'll kick you from your home, that's what property taxes are, as long as there's somebody out there making demands of you and you have some sort of, if you don't follow them, you'll end up in a cage, then you truly are enslaved. And really all that we're doing here is we're on a much larger and much more subtle version of the, uh, you know, the, the plantation from back in the 1800s. It's, you know, the, the, uh, the taskmasters have changed outfits. Uh, they don't carry whips anymore. Now it's tasers and uh, batons and pe- pepper spray and guns and, uh, you know, and dark sunglasses. <laughs> I mean, th- that's really all that's changed. It's just become much more brilliant and much more subtle and, uh, you know, less, less obvious to people that they they really are as a matter of fact you'll see that the rise of police happened at exactly the same time that they were getting you know that people were employed their full-time employment was to chase after slaves that ran away the rise of police in this country because there weren't police when this when the constitution was written they didn't exist somehow we existed without police but um the rise of of, of their use came right along with the, the you know the, when slave guys who ran after slaves their usefulness dwindled away 
I'm going to go into the phones. We still have uh, somebody else who wants to uh, talk to you here, Carlos. Uh, Mike is in uh, on the line in Memphis. Mike, you're on with Carlos Galindo. Good evening, Carlos Galindo. And uh, I want to read something to you briefly and, and see if you've ever heard this before. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrant shall issue but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Have you ever heard that before? Absolutely, and I have legal background, so I, 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 and you're right, there was no PC. There was no probable cause there when this officer approached me. Uh, he had no probable cause, and he certainly did not, had not sworn under oath for a search warrant, uh, and, and so he clearly was, was outside the law and exactly. the, the way he acted. That is the Fourth Amendment to the United States Constitution, or the Constitution of the United States, and uh, I carry around a little pocket constitution. Anytime I run into uh, one of these taskmasters out there trying to, uh, uh, you know, impress upon people their authority or their godness, I whip it out and I let them know real quick that they are actually not even listed in the constitution beneath us. And the fact is, is that the Supreme Court ruled that there is no expectation of privacy in a public place. Now, you might have a hard time suing them in their official capacity. However, acting outside of their official capacity or under color of law, you can sue them all day long by yourself and win. Can you really win? I mean, because you're up in a court system that's run by their buddies. I mean, they go golfing with the judges on the weekends. Well, if you know the rules of the court, the judge has to follow them, or you, uh, you know, and if they don't follow the rules... <laughs> Then the, you you get the judge by the gonads. And Have then, you yeah. actually done this, or are you talking fantasy land? Because we've actually I'm in the had. Middle of, you don't know who you're talking to, but I'm in the middle of a major case right now, and yeah, I spent 23 days uh, for being two hours late for court when they scheduled me on a date when they knew I was in another court just so they could do that and pull that crap. And the the uh, deputy who said he called the other court and claimed that I wasn't there, well, I've got a case against him as we speak. So yeah, it can be please, done. Please call us um, and tell us uh, the outcomes of yeah. these, this case. I Look, mean, I want you to I want you to know you're a breath of fresh air on this station because what we've been having on this station for the last year or so. Um, well, let's just say you're a breath of fresh air. <laughs> well, I've got the uh, I've got the call letters here of the station. It was a new station to me. I'm going to give them a call on Monday and make sure it wasn't an accident that they put us on and encourage them to take us again. Uh, so hey, uh, yes, definitely call us again. You know, write the number down. Find us a free. How can, is there a way I can reach you email off air? You betcha. Oh, you can email the show at ftl at freetalklive.com. You can send one to me at ian at freetalklive.com. And, uh, you know, keep, keep it. That's I-A-N. Ian at freetalklive.com. And call the station and tell them that you consider us to be a breath of fresh yeah, air. Yeah, give the station, uh, your local station, a call and let them know that you appreciate them airing Free Talk Live on Saturday nights. And I thank you uh, for the call tonight. Let us know how that goes. Because I can tell you that up here... And not just Saturday nights. We, we do six nights a we week. It's true. A week nights as well. But uh, I can tell you that up here, that we had video footage of a judge yelling in his uh, in the courtroom as he threw me in a jail cell for uh, not sitting down fast enough. Uh, we had video footage of that, so pretty much proof positive that this guy wasn't following his own rules. The, the court rules specified that if you're going to charge somebody with contempt of court, you're supposed to give them a warning first. He didn't do anything like that. He just had me arrested. So somebody complained to the judicial commission that's supposed to yeah. oversee the, uh, the judges. They and said they, everything's fine here. Right. They batted it right back and said, well, we've reviewed this and there's no problem here at all. So I, I, I really wish him the best of luck. 
Uh, and Carlos, can you hang out for one more segment? Sure, All absolutely. Right. More in a moment here. If you've got one question for Carlos, you might have time to fit it in. If you dial in right now at 800-259-9231, then we open up the show to uh, to absolutely anything. I just uh, This is such an important issue, the issue of the police being out of control and what to do to deal with this situation. You've got to get active and you've got to be willing to say no and face the consequences. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231, though in the remainder of this uh, particular hour, we, uh, hour, we'll be taking calls for our guest, Carlos Galindo. He is a uh, talk show host uh, in the Latino community down in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and he's been encouraging people down there to learn about freedom and learning about their rights and standing up for themselves and not just uh, not just obeying everything that the uh, the police demand because they are out of control, not just around the country, but especially down in the Phoenix area. Maricopa County is run by a man named Joe Arpaio, and he's one of the most well-known corrupt sheriffs across America. I mean, I've heard rumors. I don't know if they're true, but and I'm not going to cite my source, but I've heard rumors that Joe Arpaio is the biggest drug dealer uh, in the county, maybe even in uh, all of Arizona. He's uh, you know, when he's when he's going after those drug dealers in town, it's because he's trying to uh, clear the way for his boys to uh, be doing business. Didn't want any competition showing up uh, down there. I've heard same sort of rumors going on down in the Tampa Bay area of Florida oh, too. I've, yeah, I've definitely heard uh, Manatee County rumors uh, down there. Old Sheriff Wells. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> so Carlos, have you? I don't heard live those there anymore, r- so I got nothing to worry about. You heard those rumors before? You know, keep in mind that Arpaio was uh, the chief, uh, the director of the DEA in Latin America oh, really? uh, for years. That's all I need to know then. I mean, that's he's got his connections, doesn't he? Yeah, that's right. He was stationed, he was stationed in, in Mexico City for three years, um, and, and so he's used to um, doing these sweeps, these raids, these stops. Uh, yeah, it's it, it got some incredible history and baggage, believe me. We've got more people that want to talk to you here, Carlos. So I just want to play one more clip from the audio. You can see this video footage in full at Activista USA. That's a YouTube channel. It's your channel, Carlos. And this is just one of the final interactions that you had uh, with some of these cops. They're such nice. This right toward the very, they're so nice and so courteous. Listen to how they treat Carlos here in this audio. One you should there not be using excuses to profile people, and that's what's been you know happening what? with this sheriff's office. You need to leave now, because well, the shit to you. No, you're not well, even listening to me. Well, I am, but you know what? You're not used to somebody responding and talking to you intelligently no. with, with the you're, other point of view. Your intelligence is about, you're giving me about as much intelligence as I get from a rock. Well, that's your, you know, and I'm listening to as much ignorance as I've listened to from the sheriff's office on a regular basis. That's funny, because I was going to call you in here, too. And there you have it, serving and protecting. Let's go to the phone calls, talk to John, uh, who I believe uh, actually is going to be an apologist for the police. John, listening to WSJM-FM in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live with Carlos. Yeah, I just got to say, I mean, thank God for the Constitution, first of all, and thank God for the troops fighting for our freedom. And, uh, you know, if, if, if people were bashing the government, and some of these countries that we're fighting, they probably wouldn't be around right That's now. That's right. So is a translation of what you're saying is, well, our plantation is better than the other plantations from around the world. Well, so, I mean, boy, uh, thank goodness we're here. Essentially, I mean, you, if you deal with the police and you're not doing anything wrong, you're probably going to get kicked loose. 
But if you put up a front, you know, they're going to think maybe so, something. Was it, wrong for, or, was it wrong, sir, for him to be uh, video recording the police in a public I, place? I I wasn't there. I don't know. I don't know what the circumstances well, I'm was. Telling there could you, have been a had, large crowd where that, the police were No, I'm telling you that safety. he had an invitation from the property owners to come there because the police were harassing the uh, the vendors at the at the flea market. So he had an invitation right. well, to be there. 99 out of 100 times, police are dealing with bad guys. Bad Nonsense. guys are trying to get away. Carlos, has that been your experience? So, wait a minute. So it's okay to violate the other one one percent so you're, you're saying I'm, I'm not saying that i'm not saying that but if you go no along time, with the program no if you go along with the program things the will be a lot easier all right all right hey, you know, hold on there's no police they know what it is they cannot violate the constitution and our rights so what are you saying what are you saying from people like you that say hey what, what are you saying? Get rid of the police. All right, all right, all right. Hold on a second here. Let me let me get John in for one quick moment here. John, I'm going to give you a chance to respond, but then I need you to be quiet so Carlos can respond to you. Right, right. Uh, I'll go ahead and just make a last comment, and then I'll hang up and listen to his response. But what, what I'm saying is, you know, the police and, 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 and the whole perspective of things are trying to do the right thing, trying to protect the citizens of the country. No, that's and, not what they're – no. Well, you no, know what, what? What do you what do you project? Fire all the police and let anarchy take over, and people rob you and steal and and, and <laughs> well, pilfer. That's that's always the 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 scare tactic that, that that's used. But what I propose is to stop the war on drugs and stop the war on uh, you know yeah, free people drugs, crossing drugs our. Drugs are a hundred percent of our crime problem. Like almost 100% of our pr crime problem because they're illegal. If they weren't illegal, they wouldn't be a crime problem. Is alcohol part of our well, crime problem? I, I, I can't say that because I, I can't predict the future and I can't predict. Oh sure, you can, sure. but we can see what's going on now. Cops well, don't like to get videotaped. Well, we can see that well, uh, uh, according to the past. It's a, it's a t you got to put yourself in their shoes. It's a tough job. 99% of the time. What does that have to do with getting videotaped? I, I pay their salary. That guy deserves I'm sure they hear that all the time. Well, Thanks if, for the call, then, John. You, know, you wonder why they hear it? Because it's true, man. I deserve to be able to watch those police officers and what they do while they're earning my money that was forcibly taken so that they could get paid their little overtime. Carlos, I want to make sure you have a chance to respond to this guy. Go ahead. Yeah, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if you had caught what I was saying earlier. It's not okay to violate... Uh, one person's rights, one percent, uh, uh, of, if it's 99 percent, are supposedly bad. Uh, the, the, the problem here is that we give law enforcement a free pass always. We give them uh, carte blanche to do as they, as they decide because supposedly, supposedly their good intent and the, in, in the capacity of their duties is to do what's right. But we know that what's happened is that when they, when they go through the academy and they become officers, they put a chip on that shoulder, and they get empowered by this authority by carrying a badge and a gun. Just think about it. Put a badge on yourself and a gun, and somebody say, you know what, buddy? You can do whatever in the hell you want. Yep. That's where the abuse starts. And let me tell you, I would venture to say, as he said, 99% of the people that he, they're dealing with are bad. I'm going to tell him, I would say 99% of the officers that we're dealing with are bad. Let me tell you something, Carlos, and you're going you're gonna to love this one. We had a, a, a police trainer. His professional job 
is to train the police. I'm not going to say where because he's anonymous. He doesn't want his uh, he want, doesn't want to be revealed. But uh, he's a real real deal. We've met him in person. Oh yes. Uh, he he told us that he is ready to leave the uh, profession because he can't stand dealing with these recruits anymore. He says that uh, the quality of the recruits has gone consistently down year after year. That at most, and he's he's being very liberal with this estimate. He says at maximum 10 percent of the recruits are should be cops. Like they're they're courageous. They're you know good guys. Right. They should be cops. And 10%. When, and when those 10% go onto the force and they're dealing with 90% that don't belong there, that are really just, you know, the people that should be working in other careers that got into the police because, well, they, you know, otherwise they'd be on welfare or whatever it is that they'd be doing, um, you know, they, it runs that 10% out. So the good guys, which to me are the kind of guys that would have gone into the police force 40 or 50 years ago um, and would have been peace officers, those, you know, there, there's still a few of them in there. Um, those kind of guys, they're getting run out. They're far and few between. They really are far and few between. And and, and listen, as I said, I'm, you're not dealing with a guy who's just an activist that doesn't have legal background. I absolutely have legal background. You're not dealing with a guy who wasn't uh, uh, exposed to this and having been married for 20 years to a person who was a member of the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office and, and from somebody who, as a young man, was involved in, in activity which was inappropriate. So I've gotten a taste of everything, and I've tried to be balanced. I'm not coming from the far left or, or from the far right. I'm trying to be uh, to, to do an a, a analysis of what's really going on here, and what's happened is this has gotten out of control. And as you said, it's a police state. It's got to stop. Citizens have to stand up and say enough is enough. You have these people on the far right, these ultra-conservatives that say, hey, it's okay, we want our America back. But this is not what America is about. America is called evolution. We're evolving. That's what it's about. And, and while we're evolving, we have to maintain those principles of the Constitution, and that's where the problem lies. These people think that they can continue trampling our rights. And we, as citizens, have to put a stop to it. Yeah, it is in our it's in our hands, and it's it's because we've been so deferential and so uh, easily just walked over in the past that they're getting away with what they're getting away with. Sure, people the guy would just start saying no. The guy just who just called in said that if you don't give the cops any trouble when they tell you what to do, you won't have any trouble. Nonsense. It's true. If you go out and pick the cotton for Massa, he won't pull out the whip. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Uh, we are out of time pretty much for this hour. Carlos, I, I really appreciate you coming on the show, and I know that you've got a, a great community down there and that you're helping people understand their rights. But, you know, if you ever feel like giving up on uh, Arizona, we'd love to have uh, somebody with your c- courage up here in New Hampshire. Uh, plus, you'll give us a little more extra color up here. It's like 97% yeah. white. Benny a capo, por favor. Boy, let me tell you, uh, when when the Mexican restaurant opened up downtown around Central Square, I was so excited to see real uh, real uh, Latinos working in the kitchen uh, here in uh, in Keene. So, would love to have you and your activist friends come up here. If you love liberty, that is, and it sounds like you do, it sounds like you understand that in order to be free, you have to allow others to also be free. And I really appreciate your time tonight, Carlos. Guys, thank you so much. Thanks to your listeners for putting up with me. And remember, stand up for your rights. Bullshit. We're oh, gonna we've got to drop that you one. That. <laughs> you know, I don't even have my dump box up. Okay, hopefully you have the board ops dumping that. Uh, more on the way here. Hour 3 is coming up. Free Talk Live. This is Ian. Have you heard of the Millionaire Patriot? You should. He has a free handgun and five days of firearms training waiting for you. That's right. 
You can attend five days of world-class gun training at Front Sight Firearms Training Institute and secure a 30-state concealed weapon permit, all for pennies on the dollar. Plus, if you act fast, the Millionaire Patriot will give you a free Springfield Armory XD pistol in the caliber of your choice. Now is the time. You and your family need to be armed and trained to levels that exceed law enforcement and military standards. Front Sight provides such training without any boot camp mentality or drill instructor attitudes. And the Millionaire Patriot is paying his own money to help you get it. This is real. Thousands have already taken advantage of it, and you should too. Don't miss out. Secure a Front Sight defensive handgun course plus 30-state concealed weapon permit for pennies on the dollar and get your free handgun. Go to FrontSight.com today. That's F-R-O-N-T-S-I-G-H-T dot com. Go to FrontSight.com for your training and free gun. Again, that's FrontSight.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the Saturday edition of the program here live, taking your calls about whatever is on your mind. Just dial on in to the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 800-259-9231. That, again, uh, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. You can listen whenever and wherever you want, just like a podcast. And Audible has over 60,000 titles from which to choose. In every genre, Audible has it covered. So get your free audiobook download when you sign up today at audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. That's audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. As we continue uh, taking your phone calls here, Dale has been probably the most patient caller of all time, at least the most patient radio listener caller. You're listening to WFLA in Tallahassee. And, uh, Dale, you're on Free Talk Live. You called in the very beginning of the show, and we, you waited patiently through the entire two-hour uh, interview there with Carlos Galindo. Thank you for your patience. What's on your mind tonight? Yes, yes I did. <clears throat> and it was very in, in, in enlightening. I had the same incident happen to me in Atlanta. With the police uh, harassing you? Uh, well, they were harassing another guy that I saw. They were trying to clean up down the downtown park on Peace Street and Auburn Avenue called Woodruff Park. And they were trying to, you know, keep derelicts out of the park. And, and this guy was clean. He had some clean clothes on. He had, uh, his pants were pressed. I mean, starkly pressed. He was just, you know, napping on the, on the park bench. And I saw the police come over. And my daughter had came up to visit me from, from Tallahassee, which is my home, which is our home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I really left her, but she, she's 18. I had two other sisters in, in Atlanta, so she knew how to call one of my sisters to come get her because I wound up uh, getting taken to jail with him. Um, wow. Was, like the like the caller was just said, it's, uh, and like you guys been saying, um, the police, uh, is, 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 this is a police state, and like you say, um, Another, another thing went down in Atlanta. The sheriff, uh, one sheriff killed another sheriff because he was trying to come in and clean up a lot of corruption because the sheriff's department, they were selling drugs and doing the whole, you know, busting people, taking mm-hmm. the drugs and their money, sure. putting the drugs back in the streets. Happens all the time. All yeah, the but time. I, but growing back to you, <clears throat> thank you for um, giving me that um, attribute of patience. And I feel like I learned this patient, patience through med- learning how to meditate and to fast, and again, um, once a person learned how to do that, they will put a positive cell, um, what you call your aura or your electromagnetic uh, biosphere, you know, mentally and, and spiritually and physically. 
I am a neophyte at the uh, the whole meditation thing, but I've been in uh, the, the little bit I've done. I've uh, I've liked it, and I'd, I'd like to make more time for it. It's just an issue. And positivity is a very good thing. And being positive is very important. And and I I like what you're saying here. It's uh, it's very similar to what we were we were saying earlier in the show, and that is that. If you go along to get along, if you go away, if when you see the police doing something wrong, when you see the police harassing somebody and you just let it go and you disappear and you go away from the scene, you're just asking for more of it to happen in the future. Sure. On the other hand, if you go and you pay attention, even if you don't know the person, if it's a total stranger, if you show them interest and you show that you care and that you're concerned for them, then it can make a difference. It can be. It can change the uh, the behavior of the police, as you said in your case. It ended up getting you arrested too. And you know, like you say, it's a police state, so that kind of stuff is going to happen. But you can't be frightened of that. You can't be scared of it because eventually, if you keep looking the other way and going the other direction, they'll come to you, and then you're going to be. You're, they're going to get you eventually anyway. No, it doesn't yes, matter. Yes, if you, but if you find peace in that, you know, you find that state of positiveness. When you're uh, confronted with some type of uh, incident like that, that you will be able to conduct uh, civilly and uh, with the officer, whoever, without you blowing your top. Absolutely. Civility is very important. You don't want to lower yourself to their level. They're the ones that are violent. They're the ones that are dangerous. You don't want to be intimidating or yelling or anything like that. It's like you're saying, if you come at them from a point of love, and that's one of the things we've been doing up here in uh, in Keene is – We've started the police hugging squad, and uh, some people have critiqued us for this because they're still in the stage of being angry uh, at the police. And I understand it's easy to be angry at them. It's easy to be upset at the uh, the violence that they're perpetrating on peaceful people. I don't blame anybody for feeling that way. But you're not going to bring them on board with your ideas if your ideas are like mine, and, and that is the ideas of freedom, the ideas of uh, of liberty. Um, if, you're not going to bring them on board with your ideas if you're yelling or if you're being confrontational or, or angry at them. Whereas if you're coming at them from uh, from a point of uh, forgiveness and of uh, trying to appreciate the good things that they do, because there are still some good ones out there and they deserve to be appreciated. Uh, if you're coming at them from a perspective of love, it can really change the uh, the entire relationship between you and them. And if more people start doing that, it might make a difference. What do you think? Well, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, but again, can I just uh, share with uh, your listening audience? Uh, you got, from my understanding and from the, the, where the Spirit led me as far as in my search for in, in meditation, you, and the number seven, uh, again, from darkness, whether you, uh, with creationism or scientific Big Bang, before there was light or physical matter, there was infinite dark energy or dark conscious energy. And you have seven universal laws, from darkness come light, and when you shoot light through a prism, it breaks up into the seven colors of the rainbow. And you, from from, from the information, you have seven, what they call chakra points. Uh, your little head, your penis, uh, I feel something, I have a gut feeling, so that your intestinal tract, I feel something deep down in my stomach, your solar plex, we all know about the feelings of the heart. And uh, your throat uh, is your vocal cords for you to able to chant and able to teach information. Your third eye, which is mentioned in, in the Holy Bible, down I be single, then our whole body is full of light. Once you learn how to raise up to that level of vibration, that's when you have overcome this physical plane and uh, you're, you are able to heal and vibrate, you know, and raise to higher, higher states of consciousness. Dale, thank you so much for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. I uh... 
I don't know what to say to that. I, you know, I think about it. I've heard all about these things. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't. Uh, it's not. It's not where I'm at in my life right now. Yeah. Uh, it, it seems like it's working for Dale, and he sounds like a man who's, uh, you know, spent some very, time with it. Very at peace, he seems. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I do. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you know, like, I'm. I, I want to totally be with what he has to say, but you know, that's about it. Let's continue and take Jeremy in Rhode Island on the amp line. Jeremy, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Oh, no, no. This is Jack in the Northeast. Jack in the Northeast. My apologies. Um, I work at um, an Ivy League university that's quite liberal. And um, Is there one that isn't? You know, I was, I'm sorry? Can you, can you name an Ivy League uh, college that is not liberal? Guess uh, not. Go ahead, Jack. Go ahead and I tell your story. I can only name a few anyway offhand. I think there's um, seven. I, I used to know them all off the top of my head. But um, what I found is that the the, uh, the the police that they have on campus don't, and they carry guns, and they're like a regular police force, um, they will not write tickets. They will not arrest you for drugs. The, uh, <laughs> the students at the university can basically you know, be smoking a bowl in the middle of the street and they won't really get hassled about it. Wow. They certainly won't be arrested. They only go after things that are, uh, um, you know, violate the non-aggression principle, basically. They don't know what it is, but... Do you feel like the Ivy League students are getting treated differently because, well, their parents have more money? Well, it sure sounds that way because I was really surprised to hear about, you know, security going into, you know, dorms and you know, asking if they had weed in the room, like, that would be unheard of hmm. where I'm at. Um, and um, I just want to comment on the whole police thing. I found that if you're really violent and aggressive with police, that'll turn them on to liberty. Yeah. I, I, do, I, do, do I detect sarcasm uh, <laughs> in your voice there? Thanks for the call tonight, Judge. Uh, we appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. So... Yeah, that tends to be how it is, right? The, uh, you know, the rich and the privileged, uh, the police will look the other way in many cases, whether it's on college campuses or elsewhere. I mean, how many times do you see the police shaking down a guy driving a, a Rolls Royce or a Lexus or something like that? How many, how many times do you see that? Doesn't seem like a good idea. He's probably got good lawyers. Right. They've probably got lawyers that will come to the scene uh, with one of their people. If it's uh, if necessary, so the police pick on the easy victims. I mean, the, that's what they are. That's what they're all about. I mean, they're all about victimizing people and extracting money from them. And I realize there are a handful of cops out there that are actually about in, uh, that have an interest in protecting folks. But unfortunately, I think they're in the minority. Your thoughts at 800-259-9231. Big protest in D.C. today. We'll tell you about it coming up. Talk Live, Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. We've got archives, so if you missed a moment of the show, you can click and download. Going back for an entire year, right there on the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. Have you ever wished you didn't have to push the shopping cart all the way back to the store? And this happened to me today. I was at uh, the old Big Wally World, and uh, all those poor folks that had to take that shopping cart back, not me. I had my Tota Sacks with me, and I carried everything out of my hands. These Tota Sacks are the um, they're little plastic, I guess, plastic-ish uh, hooks. They're uh, made com- from 100% recycled material and designed to simplify all kinds of carrying tasks. But I think that the best thing that they're for is... 
uh, grocery bags uh, from the store and from the the car into the house and that kind of thing. That's it where makes, I use mine. Yeah, it makes it a heck of a lot easier. As Most far of as the grocery stores I go to have the little cart return areas. So you don't have to walk back up to the front of the store. You still got to walk a ways, and and you got to make sure that the, the you know the carts don't you know doesn't roll away and all that other stuff. These things make it a heck of a lot easier. For me, when uh, when I'm unloading the groceries from the car, I load them all up. I got two tote sacks. And I load up like at least six bags. I mean, I could fit more than that if I had. I mean, it's only me and Julia, so it's only maybe 10 or 12 bags. But I can take them all with both of my hands on the tote sack in one trip. It's no problem at all. Yeah. Really uh, simplifies the process. If you'd like to check out these ingenious little devices, it's T-O-T-A-S-A-K dot com. That's totasack dot com. That's T-O-T-A-S-A-K. Go check them out. All right, we'll continue here and take your phone calls. Uh, apparently, there was some protests in D.C. today. Um, we'll touch on that if we get a chance. But first, we go to Jack, listening in Montana to KGEZ. Jack, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Ian and Mark, God, it's great uh, hearing you, and uh, great, uh, great hearing you. Uh, What's on your mind yeah, tonight, Jack? I'm sorry, what? What is on your mind tonight? Go ahead. Um, actually, I wanted to talk to you about um, um, uh, buying all that uh, stuff. Uh, you know, why would you even darken the uh, darken the door? What do you? What I'm sorry, buying what? Um, you know, uh, going into uh, going. Uh, I, I believe um, your friend Mark uh, was going into the uh, um, you know buying foreign products. Well, what's wrong with that? Um, a, a lot. What? What? Give me some examples. What's wrong with it? Well, we don't make them. Who's we? Who's we? Um, American people. Well, why why should I have some kind of allegiance to American people as opposed to other people? Are American well, people better? Are, yeah. What about Canadian people or Mexican people or other people that happen to be bo- uh, born on other plots of land around the world? Why are we different from them? Um, because uh, if it was your uh, your neighbor making uh, potatoes and you uh, bought potatoes from your neighbor. And uh, uh, another person, you know, some from some other country brought them in cheaper. Would you buy them? I live closer to uh, Nova Scotia than I do to Montana. Oh, okay. Well, M- Mark, I, I don't, I don't think you, you guys are getting this. Well, wait a minute. Um, no, wait. Did you I get am that getting point? it. I, to- I totally understand the, um, you know, you're supposed to buy American thing. You buy some local farm products. I, I, Mark. I absolutely do buy local farm products because I, I believe in buying. Local. But, However, the idea of buying from somebody who is in the same uh, geopolitical land, uh, you know, designated land area as um, as me, to me, just entirely escapes me. Yeah, as though it, Americans are somehow better than everybody else. Would it be more sensible for uh, Mark to buy from? Now, remember, we're in New Hampshire. You're in Montana. So, really? a, a, and look, I just want to rephrase what Mark just said a moment ago and see if you can uh, comment on this. We're in New Hampshire, you're in Montana, so we're closer to Montreal than we are to Montana. Should we be buying products from Montreal as opposed to Montana? Certainly. Yeah, it's in a North American cavity. Uh, I, I have no problem with that. So what is it that you have against buying some things from Asia? Is um, it their squinty because, little eyes? Well, come on. I'm just uh, asking. Oh, come on, Mark. Don't, don't tell be, me. Don't be naive. Mark, you know, hey, uh, take off your shirt, uh, you know, uh, become, uh, you know, get your real person out there. I, my real person is wide out here. What is okay. uh, Go ahead and answer the question. What's wrong with buying from, from Asia? Um, uh, a, because um, they're not American. <laughs> that just you just it, told me that I have to buy from, um, that it's okay for me to buy from people who aren't Americans as long as they're well, um, North, North America. North, North American, American. I see. I see. So, so oh, buying. Uh, 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 
listen, listen, you kids, uh, kids keep quibbling over the, uh, um, yeah, uh, listen, um, you know, we're, we're trying to put this thing together. Who's we? Um, remember where the Constitution was built on um, to, to bring in products from other countries would uh, cost you something. Um, yeah, I don't so, care what the Constitution says. It's just an old document written by some old guys. I, I mean, I used to be a, be a big constitutionalist guy until I <laughs> until I realized that I'm not bound by that. It's a set of rules for the government. They don't follow them, so why should I? Uh, and I'd also want to go back to the question of, well, what does it matter if the people aren't American? Doesn't that just mean that their mothers pushed them out of their womb on a different plot of land? I mean, these are all human beings. If they can provide a product at a better price and it's as good of a product, why shouldn't I buy from them? Well then, then why don't you do? You know, uh, in any case, uh, you could you could have a you know everything built um, in uh, foreign uh, countries. So uh, so why don't you just uh, is is that what you're going to do for the rest of your life? What do you mean? What am I going to do? Whoever can give me the product I'm looking for and the right quality at the right price, sir. Now, look, I'd like to point something out. The reason why a lot of jobs and uh, factories and that sort of thing have moved overseas is because of the government and their regulations that they've forced upon manufacturers here in in the United States. So if there weren't all those regulations then the business owners here would be able to compete more effectively with the world uh, worldwide businesses, and they would likely get more uh, more business as a result of that. They wouldn't have to move their factories overseas because that's a cost-saving move. It's a, it's a move that they had to make because the federal government, the state, and the local governments continue to bog them down with uh, with regulations. Do you uh, Would you agree with that much? Um, no, actually, no? I, I don't agree with it. Um, it, it would be You've never like heard of every- OSHA or anything like that? Um, the, the radio stations you're talking on um, are owned by, um, you know, pretty much American people. Is that supposed to rebut what I just said? I'm not talking about radio stations. I'm talking about manufacturers that have gone overseas. Oh, okay. Well, you know that that's, you know, that's uh, something that uh, you know. Uh, Whatever. I'm just trying to agree. I'm just trying to find something we can agree on. Do you agree that the reason why manufacturers are going overseas from the United States to other countries is because they've been driven out by regulations that uh, the government has forced upon them? Oh, okay, of course. Yeah, OSHA and the rest of it. And the rest uh, of it. There's a hell of a lot of them out there. There's minimum wage laws, and there's all kinds of things that are supposed to be protecting Americans. But what they really do is they just create the economic incentives that are necessary for those business owners to move their businesses elsewhere. They're just trying to do business. They're just trying to provide the products and services that people want at the lowest possible prices. And I'm a cons- I'm you know when I'm consuming those products and services, I want to be able to keep as much money in my pocket as possible so I can spend that elsewhere or give it away or save it or do whatever with it. And and being able to buy from around the world opens up my options. It, cr- it brings more competition into the marketplace. Americans should be happy about uh, being able to buy from, uh, from around the world. There no. should be no tariffs. There should be no import tariffs, and there should be no export tariffs. People should be free to do business with whoever it is they want to do business with around the world, don't you think? Um, no, actually. Uh, no? If, if, no freedom, if, huh? No, no. Uh, if, if, uh, if, if we actually did, it, uh, did our, our, uh, our, our duties according to the Constitution, I have no then duty we could use the tariff. Come on. No. I, I have no duty to, uh, according to the Constitution. Did you sign Constitution? that Constitution? Right, I didn't, I didn't sign it. I didn't either, so therefore how can I have a duty? And Thank you it for created call. this big giant uh, government that we have now. More on the way. You can take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. It's the Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want. Notorious space pirate Phoebus Crumb had retired to a frontier world 
only to see it destroyed by raiders. Now, Crum is given a new ship, a new crew, and a dangerous new mission. Infiltrate deep within enemy territory and destroy a deadly dreadnought that threatens the balance of galactic power. Follow the illustrated adventures of L. Neal Smith's Phoebus Crum online now at BigHeadPress.com slash PK. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We got a lot of features on that site, and it's all completely free. So head on over and enjoy the Facebook. We've got a Facebook profile at facebook.freetalklive.com. You can become a fan. Just go to facebook.freetalklive.com. Call this number. I'm going to give you and get a free week of the new, late, great Choose for Health's Superfruit Complex. It is uh, not a, not just a vitamin. It's an antioxidant all in one. All in one. It contains goji, mangosteen, acai, and nani fruit. Call 800-219-8874, and they'll give you a free week uh, to try it out. All, all you do is have to uh, pay for shipping and handling. The number is 800-219-8874 for a free week of Choose for Health. Right. We continue taking your phone calls and go to Bill listening in Indianapolis to WXNT. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Um, you guys have probably heard this one, this argument, probably 100 times, so you got to help me with my logic. Okay. Um, my statement would be... Um, don't beat up on the police because they're enforcing the drug laws. Change the drug laws and legalize them. Well, I'm I'm all for that. Um, however, <laughs> uh, you know, I hate to use this analogy, but it's the best one that I can come up with. That excuse didn't work at Nuremberg for the guys that gassed the Jews, and it's really no good now. How so? Explain it to me. I don't understand. Well, um, it was legal to gas Jews. As a matter of fact, it was the law that you had to do that, I'm right? I'm doing my job. And those guys that were doing it were considered to be war criminals by the Nuremberg trials. and They so, used that excuse. Yeah. I'm just doing my they job. They just dragged a guy out fault. of Ohio for it, Demyanyak, 60 years later, assuming that it's actually the guy. Who knows? But, um, you know, it's they aren't absolved of guilt for participating in the war on drugs. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I don't know my history of the of the you know the Germany and the Jews and all that 60 years ago. I really don't know a lot of history of that, which is my fault. But okay, that's a good argument then. So I think no. it, I think it would be. I agree nice. that we need to change the laws, and I agree right. that uh, that uh, you know that's I understand why uh, police officers feel that way because they can't keep their jobs, and they're good paying jobs. They can keep. I, th- I believe they can keep their jobs, and maybe we'll find out here when one of them decides to stop publicly uh, doing so, uh, to publicly stop enforcing those particular laws because they can use discretion. Police. Yeah, officers. that's what I've heard. I've heard some police call your show and say that they they use their own discretion on that. Absolutely. No, no, they're doing that quietly. They're using their discretion, discretion quietly. They're not Probably. announcing it from the rooftop. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see what happens if one officer decides to stay, you know, publicly state, I'm no longer going to be enforcing uh, these laws on peaceful people. And I think that, yes, the laws do uh, and eventually will be changed with their, if enough public opinion moves in that direction. But I think having the police officers on board with that is going to help accelerate that process. That if you help. have law enforcement officers beginning to join law enforcement against prohibition across the country in larger and larger numbers, which unfortunately isn't happening yet, uh, but they should. Uh, LEAP.CC is Law Enforcement Against Prohibition's website, leap.cc. If you've got the police that are coming on saying, 
wow, we were wrong. We need to stop doing this. We're hurting people. We're supposed to be protecting and serving, but we're hurting the people that we're allegedly protecting. I mean, it's, it's, in, it's insanity. And once you can uh, communicate this effectively to uh, the police, and if they're listening to you, and it's like we were saying earlier in this hour, if you're coming at them from a perspective of, uh, of love and like, hey, you know, we want you to do the right thing here, you, you've been doing wrong. We'd like you to start doing the right thing and explain these things to them, explain these issues, and, and try to make connections with these guys. Maybe eventually some of them will come on board with these ideas, and then they'll stop speaking out against decriminalization, and they'll instead be speaking for uh, drug decriminalization. And you want to talk about motivating to the politicians. Uh, for whatever reason, when the police say things, it's given more weight. I don't think it should be, but that's just the way the politicians see things. Okay. Well, I, I hope I hope you can help on that cause. That's 100% correct as far as I'm con- I understand that. That's wonderful. Well, we're working wonderful. on it. Thanks, Bill, for the okay, call tonight. You. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's go and continue. Take your calls. Carl is in Texas. Carl, you're on Free Talk Live. Carl dropped. Carl's, ooh, apologize. Let's try Harrison listening to WFLA-FM. Harrison, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, hey, Mark? Yes. Hey, it's Harrison in Tallahassee. Is that Ed with you or Edward? My name's Ian. Oh, okay, Ian and Mark. Okay, well, guys, listen, uh, I just wanted to get your opinion on this uh, radio tax that the uh, government is proposing, uh, uh, putting into legislation. I'm not familiar with it. Is this the 100% tax on overhead? Yeah, it's, uh, you know what, uh, it's some kind of tax where they want to tax radio stations uh, to make it and provide revenue oh. to national public radio mm-hmm. so that the news is uh, what they consider to be fair and balanced. Yeah, I think it's awful. It's a terrible idea, yeah. and I think the FCC should, should be abolished completely. Well, if, I'm glad you said that because uh, so uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm paying attention to it a little bit here, and uh, I go ahead and turn on NPR, right? And mm-hmm. around midnight, they start broadcasting the, the BBC down here in the Panhandle area of Florida, Got okay? It. And, and I'm listening to these uh, two uh, British, uh, I guess, you know, uh, it, it airwave personalities. And for something that's supposed to be fair and balanced, okay, the fairness, all right, they immediately start bashing um, capitalism. Sure. They both go on and on about how capitalism fundamentally just can't work, how it's, uh, how it's, it's the, the core of uh, America's failure, and I'm thinking, okay, you want to go ahead and tax these radio stations so you can provide fair and balanced news on your national public radio, and, and as I'm listening to it, I feel like what I'm listening is to some kind of communist sermon that they want <laughs> your radio stations to be supporting. Do, do you have any comment on that? Well, I think that what you're going to be having happen there is that uh, it, the radio stations are going to pass those costs along if this goes through. Uh, they're going to just pass those costs along to the advertisers. So actually, it's the advertisers that will end up being, you know, you, you'll come and advertise on Free Talk Live, but some of the money that you're paying to advertise on our show will end up going over to uh, the, the opposing viewpoint. Right. And it's it's pretty outrageous. I think that if NPR is such a valuable product, it should be offered in the marketplace completely, uh, you know, voluntarily. Right. And right. If, if NPR has a viewpoint, and it does, um, whatever, the, aren't there other viewpoints? Why is NPR the opposing viewpoint? I mean, yeah, for we instance, don't fit exactly. in the mold. We, this like, show does not fit in the typical right. talk I radio mold. I do not agree with Rush Lim, what, what Rush Limbaugh says or Glenn Beck or Sean Hannity or any of these other shows that are out there. Where's I've our got funding? A, right. Where's my funding? Where's my entire 24? 
24 hours uh, a day, seven day a week, a week radio network that's funded by the government. They don't want to do that. It's like us and them. There's no room for the, you know, the people on the, the other side that have different opinions. You know, it, it's funny you would say that because um, uh, there was some a statistic that came out the other day on one, actually one of the uh, programs that you just mentioned. Uh, it was either Shanity or uh, uh, Han, uh, Hannity or uh, Limbaugh. But uh, they, uh, they were making reference to how many speeches that our president, well, the president, has made uh, over the course of the last eight months. It's in, it's in the hundreds. I think it's almost totaling 300 by now. Well, that's okay? what he's good at. And well, yeah, you're right. And you know, and I, I started paying attention to it a little bit more. Uh, and what I noticed that every time this guy opens his mouth, it starts off with "We owe this person, we owe this country." Hmm. I mean, it never stops with this guy. I mean, he he feels that we have got an endless supply of funds coming out of mine in your pocket. I don't see this guy paying for it. It's me and you that are owing it. According to him, we owe everybody. And I wondered, have either of you just paid attention to, you know, to, to that point? Because I, have, I haven't, they've been criticizing and picking everything else. You know, a part about this administration. To, to me, it's all the same. I mean, to, to me, this guy's Bush the third. Uh, he's just—he's no different from any other past president. They're all a that, bunch of power mongering sicko freaks. That's what I keep hearing. That uh, that you know have an interest in uh, forcing their particular viewpoint upon us. If and he it's thinks the same I owe, if he thinks I owe something, I'd be interested in, in knowing how that obligation was created. Mm-hmm. How was the obligation that I owe created? Did I sign my name for something? Because I don't recall having done that. That's how exactly. contract, la- uh, contract law works, and that's how the, that's what the Constitution was supposed to be based around. Uh, oh, although, well, Mark, you know, didn't clearly you hear? Not. There were some old men back in uh, the 1700s. They signed a, a document, and apparently you've been bound by that. Don't you understand how that works? It's like magic. Thanks, Harrison, for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I don't think we're following that document as no, they signed it. certainly not. More on the way. You take control in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live. Talk live only moments remain. Not going to give you the number. The phones are loaded up here. You can bring up anything you want. That's the point of the program tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link. You'll get the same great prices, same great deals, uh, free, free super saver shipping on a whole lot of items, even used items. Amazon, you know them. They're the world's largest internet retailer. Just start your shopping experience through our portal, and we'll get a cut of the purchase at Amazon.freetalklive.com. SACL CAI in the big blue box with a biscuit on the front, the dark stains denoting freshness. SACL CAI, if you've tried them, you know you've satisfied them. Try SACL CAI today. It's in the big blue box with a biscuit on the front. <laughs> SACL CAI, you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top of the page on the right-hand side. We go to your calls. Ladies first, Joyce is on the line listening to WTKG in Grand Rapids. Joyce, you're on Free Talk Live with Ina Mark. Hello? Hey, Joyce, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I want to talk about the jobs going overseas. Sure. Now, they are cheaper wages over there, and that's why our... our manufacturing went over there. Yes. Right. And as one of the reasons why their wages are so much cheaper is just now, this is just one thing. Because they're dictators. 
Mm, not really. They're all dictators that we deal with, every mm. one of them. They're dictators here in the United States. Which is, you yeah, know, but they're like over them. there. They won't let their workers make any money. Well, okay. Well, the, the, the reason, one of the reasons why wages are so expensive here in comparison is because the dictators here have di- uh, dictated that employees must be paid a certain minimum wage. And so that has raised the, uh, the price floor up beyond where it might otherwise have uh, ended up. Plus, we've got the, uh, you know, an inflation factor here. And re- the economy just is... The and the economy is just, you know, a little bit more advanced. So. Yeah, but wait a minute. Let me speak. Yeah. You, you, you make a good wage at your job. I don't we make a wage. Um, actually, we earn our wages. Uh, yeah, we're not paid uh, paid a salary. Um, I, I go every day, and I make telephone calls to people who want to advertise on this show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. Nobody's writing me a check uh, for, right. you know, hourly wages or anything. All right, but anyway, you do make good money. Um, I know I make you okay probably money. earn it. I you make okay money. It. I'm not saying you don't, but yeah. you can't live on $7 an hour. You're right, no I probably can. couldn't. Our cost of living is so high in the United States, mm-hmm. groceries, everything, that we should have the right to have a house, a car, and a cottage a like right? everybody else does. Well, I think you can't you do the, that on $7 an hour. I think you have the right to earn that, and that's absolutely true. But um, in order to guarantee someone a right to those things, you have to deprive someone else of the money that they've earned what do you mean well i mean for you to have a house a right to a a right to a house that you perhaps have not yet earned um then someone that money has to to pay for that house has to be taken from someone else someone has to build the house i earned mine i worked 30 some years god bless you for it i should have used i should have used the first years of my life for what i got i shouldn't have used the first person for someone to have the right to a house, someone else has to pay for it if that person hasn't oh, paid for it themselves. I don't think that's right. I don't think that that is right at all. I, I don't agree. think they should have free anything here. I think you should earn everything that you get here, well, like everybody you. else. We're on the same page. There's one of the reasons it's so hard to get to these, but why? One of the reasons the uh, the cost of living is so high is because of all the government's interference in our lives. That uh, whenever they regulate a business, it, it increases the costs of doing that business. Whenever mm-hmm. they uh, impose new controls and new restrictions, it increases costs all over the place. Whenever they print more money, uh, that inflates the money supply. That down the line ends up uh, increasing costs. So you know if you you want to have more uh if you want to lower the cost of living if you want to have a better uh, lifestyle then get the government out of uh, out of our lives and that would solve oh, that you problem. know that you can't fight the government you can't fight the city you can't fight the state they keep saying that and I, you know what i agree with you i've given up fighting i've just decided <laughs> to live free thank you joyce for the call i appreciate hearing from you i've just decided that uh, fighting isn't worthwhile because you know what you resist persists, and I'd much rather just get together with other people that also believe in living free and just. Try I believe that free. resist and persist rhyme. Let's go to. Uh, I believe we have Dave listening to WSJM FM in Michigan. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Mark, how you doing, man? Hey, man. Uh, I, I I really enjoy your show, but I, I got a, a couple of questions to ask you, okay, but sure. I also have a bone to pick with you first. Okay, pick the bone. Picking. Okay. Um, it, uh, a bunch of old guys. A bunch of old guys wrote the Constitution. Do you have a problem with You're right. that? I guess they weren't that old back then. What was uh, Jefferson in his thirties at the time? Well, no, Jefferson was in his, uh, was thirty three when he wrote the okay, Declaration well, of Independence. Let's, let's not let's not talk their chronological. They would be old if time. they were still alive today. I guess that's what I meant by that. Yeah, yeah, but no, I don't think that's what you meant. But uh, Jefferson said. Uh, uh, I'd rather have uh, newspapers without government than government without newspapers, and I got to totally agree with that. 
And I got to totally agree with with you being on the air. Okay, I enjoy your show. Thanks. And and uh, I I think I also enjoy uh, Beck, and I enjoy Neil Bortz, and I enjoy Limbaugh, and I enjoy uh, listening to everything. And right. I read every newspaper I can get my hands on because I think that's the only. Well, way you better that do I it while you still can, because they're going out of business. That's yeah, I know. That's unfortunate. So what was the uh, was that the bone, or do you have the questions? Where are we uh, that, at? that was the bone. Uh, uh, I, I don't. I. I I'm sorry, but I have to stand up for my constitution. Dave, I used a, to be not a, no, not enough reverence for the constitution. Dave, I absolutely was at the place where I thought the constitution was written by God at one point. However, I am now of the opinion, like Lysander Spooner is, that the constitution is either too weak to prevent what we have today, or has uh, it, has authorized it, it has authorized it. I mean, what we have today is either what the constitution was written to protect, or the Constitution failed to, pr to protect us from it. One of the two. Uh, yeah, well, we're weak, but I hope we're getting stronger. I hope so, too. Uh, but anyhow, there, uh, I had a couple of questions. Okay, I quickly. Okay. Um, there's a, a bill in the, uh, in the Senate that I haven't heard too much conversation about, and I, I wonder if you could tell me something about it. Okay, it's... Uh, uh, oh, God, I, I just heard about it on the radio earlier today, and I can't remember the guy's name had to do with the Second Amendment and the right to bear arms, and, and uh, it's one of the czars and, and this uh, guy that I would call names, but I won't, mm -hmm. uh, said that uh, uh, he basically kind of agreed with you, thought that it was uh, uh, misrepresented and misinterpreted, and that uh, uh, the right to bear arms was... Uh, uh, was a right I, don't that was held I, don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but he, he wants to out he wants to outlaw hunting. And, oh, wait, wait, uh, he wouldn't agree with me then. I personally find. Do you know anything about this? I, I haven't heard about it, but it doesn't surprise me. I mean, uh, obviously, over time, the government's going to become more restrictive. That's just what they Usually do. Usually, they say um, the the Second Amendment is a communal right, or um, uh, you know, basically what they're saying is our cops have the right to bear arms, and our army has the right to bear arms, but citizens don't. So I fully support your right to bear arms. I've got an AK-47 downstairs. I'm not a big fan of hunting myself, but I fully support your right to hunt. If it's your land or somebody else's land that wants to allow you to hunt, you should absolutely be able to do that sort of stuff. Does that answer okay, your question? Yeah, well, I, I got a big farm, and, and uh, uh, if I want to hunt, I should be able to. And you absolutely I don't. should. I, I don't, but I got, uh, I got, I got shotguns I used to hunt. Question two, now, you got to go quick. Question two. Okay, one more question. Yes, one go, more go. question. Quick, quick. Okay, this is uh, kind of related to that. There's another bill in the Senate uh, that has to do with uh, uh, the presidential right to declare an emergency and shut down uh, Internet nationally. I've heard about uh, that, yeah. Commercially. Scary. Yeah, okay. Now, if you take away the right to bear arms and you shut down communication, what do you got? Freedom, baby. Uh, uh, <laughs> police, uh, Full-fledged uh, martial law. Yeah, it's pretty scary. It's a scary scenario, and it's one of the reasons why I keep encouraging people to say no to government and, and, start, and stop obeying uh, so uh, so easily. I have to agree with that. Thank I you. have to agree with that. Thank you, Dave. We're and, short on and, time. I thank you for the call. Call us back next week if you've got more, or Monday night, actually. We do a weekday show as well, freetalklive.com, and maybe on your local radio station. If not, call them and ask for it. Uh, let's go to Bill in Tallahassee listening to WFLA-FM. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Ian, Mark. How you doing? Hey, Bill. Quick, quick. Go. Uh, what's on your mind? I'll make it quick. Uh, First-time listener, I like your show. Kudos to Carlos for standing up. And I think you just hit the nail on the head with the last call as far as if the people in this country 
just woke up and got together and said no, yep. not one shot would need to be fired. If they didn't cooperate with the census that's going to be coming out. Absolutely. If they didn't cooperate with this, this uh, the forced vac- vaccinations yep. and just said no, what are they going to do? Not a damn thing. They, now, they might lock a few people in cages, but that's okay. They were going to do that anyway. If you wait long enough, they'll lock you in a cage for something. What are you going to do when they come to your house uh, for the census? What, what What's your plan? Well, right now my plan is, is I believe... Uh, by law, all I have to do is give the number of people in the household and their ethnicity. Well, now that pre- well, now that presumes that you've agreed to the Constitution terms of, doesn't uh, say anything about their ethnicity of their laws, right? The const- <laughs> constitutionally, it's just the number of people in the household. But I didn't sign the Constitution, so when they come to me, I'm not giving them anything, and they can come back with all the threats they want to. And I thank you for the call; I appreciate it. Uh, well, let's give Rick the last ten seconds. He's been waiting patiently. Rick in California, you've got a short amount of time. I apologize, but go. Uh, I was just going to, I don't really have time, but the thing is, I think drugs can be harmful. I think Ian kind of gives There's no doubt about it. We can talk about it more on Monday night. Call us then. In the meantime, enjoy your weekend. Freetalklive.com. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet! And get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com.